for our Canadian lifters. Pure passion, real results, what you put in your body should matter. Pure Vita Labs PVL supplements are clean, tested, and approved. Powering athletes for over 25 years. They also power the KOTL podcast. You could trust PVL. Use code KOTL15 for partnership pricing at PVL.com. Okay, Playboy, we got we got the man himself, Joey Flex. Joey Flex is in the building. And um, yeah. we were just talking, because I, I just shared, actually, in the King of Lifts stories, a meme that says you hit a you you get featured on King of Lifts and it showed that one wrestler who's all happy. And then behind him is the Undertaker about to ambush him. Oh, he he ambushes yeah. all those comments. Pulled sumo, technique is off, arch, too much arching, whatever this shit. And we're just talking offline about how sometimes people just feel that need to jump in on your parade. And and we were saying how there's like people who they're they're like just getting into the game. So they're not refined yet. It takes time, obviously, but they're already smashing big numbers. And instead of being like, oh, wow, look at this potential. Look at this potential athlete. Wow, isn't this exciting? Instead of just being like, or or if you saw something, how long have you been lifting? You would find out real quick, eight months. Oh, shit. Okay, I was about to say. Imagine this. Imagine this, Ryan. I think, and you you guys can tell me what you think, that... If we think of all the powerlifting right now, right? Like the the maybe only recently you could try to throw other names in there. But I think that if I had to go to Fox or I had to go to ESPN and they said, who are your most compelling lifters? I would say Russ Wool, And I would probably say from the women's side, Jessica Bittner. Why do I pick those two? One, I think they're the only two that have ever been reposted on ESPN. Or sports center, you could. Mm, I think so. Off the top of my head, maybe the big, maybe the lady that was on Ellen, maybe her. I, I don't know. You know who I'm talking about? Like, yeah, deadlifts, those it, and Walcott. I think Debo when he wore a suit and pulled the suit deadlift. Too, yeah, yeah. But I, I get your point. Like, very rare. So, 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 what if there was another Jessica coming up? another one that perhaps appealed to a different demographic shouldn't we not encourage that don't we need as many people like this as we can to try to get the sports centers and these other areas to kind of look at what we're doing and say hey those people are moving some weight over there people want to see that you know we should be encouraging these things we should not be tearing them down and and putting that like they shouldn't be contemplating whether or not they want to keep doing this because everybody right. hates them because they're they have this raw strength that's just not dialed in. So it's just one of those things to me where, you know, and, and powerlifters are the same way. Like <laughs> I don't know how Russ became the villain. Like we were on Dog, we were on what? we were this... on with you for years. Like I hold on, let me say this. Yeah. Uh, in 2016, after me and John did our thing, Ryan was like the first, like first one who like really like gave me a shot to like do something like I think uh you ran the IPF page at that point um yeah. and you got and I did a Q&A and it was like I fucking answered 215 questions or something right and I there was a guy that I knew that literally like he took the data of that page and he like took the code and like put it on a sheet and like transformed it into like word text 
and like took every answer to every question. I was like, this is this is crazy, right? Yeah, I took Whoa. everything like that and he showed it to me. And I was like, dang man, that's like really dedicated. Um but but so 2016, Ryan, you've seen me from that point. You've seen me come up over the years. You've seen all of it. And you, you see how, how you know, what is, there's so many like rap songs where like, it's like, you're on, you, you're the good guy long enough till you become the villain. And it's just so funny how that always happens. Yeah. Um, and the, the, it almost felt like at a point, I'm, I'm like, you know, and 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 I always take a step back and I say, who is really the people that see like Russ as a villain? Who are these people, right? Is is it is it ninety nine percent of people? Is it just the other side? Like obviously, you have look at the New England Patriots; they were so good for so long. You're going to have the Patriot people. You're going to have everybody else that doesn't like them, right? So you kind of get that going on, and I think it's normal. Although, does anybody hate Taylor? Oh yeah. Here's the thing. Really? Too good, too long. Arian? Too, Let me yeah, know. Arian hates him. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, like, dude, seriously, like, I don't know. I mean, like, you tell me. There's the guys that don't hate them, but they go back and forth. Like, you know, Bob and him and Rondell, whatever, went back and forth on who's, you know, more points and this and that. But yeah, there's people that, that say he's too cocky or whatever. And people always make fun of his height and stuff like that, too. Sorry, I, mean, I wasn't it, thinking lifters. Sorry, I was thinking, like, just people yeah. who I wasn't. Uh, yeah, well, I wouldn't consider like I don't think Bob hates Taylor. I think anyone that right. lifts is going to respect that this person got to where they are, um, no matter how they kind of act. But, um, and and again, it's like what is hate, right? Like if it's just making fun of someone's physical appearance, I mean that's nonsense. If it's if it's trying to diminish their accomplishments in the context of sport, uh, well, I guess that's sports banter, right? For example, that's the you, thing. Yeah, like for example, it, there's like I don't like how certain formulas value certain things, and um, other people like certain formulas because it's beneficial to them. And I mean, I've had lifters straight up tell me I like this formula because this formula puts me up there, and it's just very risky, in my opinion, to base everything off of the current point system your identity is based on the current system because that that system could easily go back to the first system that we had with with that original wilkes back in the day with john and everything back then i think it was ray sergey and then john was high but he wasn't above them and the way that i saw it was well no one's squatting a thousand pounds and sergey's disgusting like his, his his lifts are insane like what the heck right so it made sense to me that the formula like really favored them. And back then, like a 500 Wilkes was like insane. That's right. Now, if you look at it, Jesus has a 600 Wilkes. <laughs> 600 Wilkes, right? Yeah. And those other guys that are very prevalent in dots, they got a ways to go before they can get there. Now, I don't know what would happen if they actually filled out their weight class. Like, well, how would that affect the formula? Would it be like harder for them? Would it be easier? I think Wilkes, it would probably benefit them. But the point is, you know, it's it's. I'm trying to think of a point in sports when they change the rule in basketball or football or something, and then like people would compare eras and say like, oh well, back then like we didn't have a three point line or oh he hit he he hit this many points 
he had 80 points when we didn't have a three-point line. So it's even more insane, right? Like, you see what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things yeah. where um, at the end of the day, like, like, why do we have formulas? Some say the class isn't deep enough, so you got to find a way to compare it. It's never going to be perfect. But at the same time, I personally, how did we get on formulas? I personally don't like that. Okay, let's just use like Russ and Keenan for an example. Uh, love them both. Um, I don't like how like Russ finishing in first and two weight classes by total, which is what I thought powerlifting originally was about, is like who's lifting the most weight in the weight class, right? Is like diminished because someone had a higher dots than him at the same meet. And to me, it's like that that's that's inappropriate. Like that shouldn't be, you know, they're both impressive, they're both insane, they're both amazing. And Kenan's very high ranked in his weight class. Russell's high ranked in his weight class, but they're not in the same weight class. Like it's just, it's just a weird thing. Um, and I get it. And I think after seeing it so much, my mindset has become, I will respect what people enjoy and what they favor. Um, and I will deal with it if it becomes something that my lifter wishes to pursue. Um, and that is that is it. Like if it's not. If Sheffield was dots, all right, I gotta care about dots now, you know? Right. It's not. It's a different thing. And it's and it's um who knows what it, I am pretty sure it's gonna be something different next year. And then maybe the year after that it's something different. Like who knows, right? So it's just it's just kind of a kind of a played out thing now. I don't know, you guys tell me. Um, but it is interesting seeing how like this was not an argument like we weren't talking about this like three years ago like nobody cared about this right like yeah this is- it's it's grown in prominence due to competitions being very much focal around it whereas previously here's kind of why though i think at least in the u.s because when usapl left previously you would have nats worlds and you would have those are stacked head-to-heads you have enough people at nats and then you have enough people at Worlds, obviously, you got the whole world. So it becomes plenty of head-to-head. Whereas when you took Worlds out, now you need some more comps, but you don't have new people. How do we How do we not uh, just rerun it so they're, well, also, they're looking for creative ways, right? Which I IPF understand. has, uh, like, Euros is a really big thing. Like, Euros is oh, a yeah. big fucking deal. And also, can I cuss on here? Oh, also, yeah. um, <laughs> I know that Canada has some... So maybe it's provincials. They have some meets that are almost like regionals where yeah. like, it's a big deal. Like <laughs> they really, sorry, my dogs, they really care about it. Um, and we don't like, uh, we have regionals in USAPL, but it's not, I don't know. Like, it's so weird. Like in other countries, like that's a big deal. But for us, it's like, that's uh, like a local, like, you know, like, I mean, regionals, you know, I think it does help you get into nationals. Um, but I mean, I don't know, man, the split just kind of made things like weird. Like now I I don't really know what it is or how it's going to be. I think both sides have like tons of potential. Um, but it's very hard to, I mean, Sheffield is, is, I don't know if you feel like this, Ryan, uh, Arian, you tell me too. I know you've been, Arian's been around since I think I first saw Arian at 25, was it 2015 or 2016 nationals? Scranton, I think. Scranton. That's 2015. Yeah. 2015. I remember because Tina Tina told me that you spoke her language then. Yeah, uh, she was I working remember, some booth. 
Yeah, I remember that. Um, so Aaron's been around a long time too, and what the hell was I saying? Like, like Terp, I don't you're, know. You're, you're in the divide, saying how the division now things have changed over the division. Things have changed. Things have changed, and I feel like I remember now. I feel like Sheffield is like a step towards what we've been working for all this time. Like it's the next. It's like the thing that can be that big huge thing <laughs> you know what i'm saying like the after you know it could be worlds it could be combined with worlds but i like that it's kind of i mean it's like a little bit of an exhibition it's almost like the pro bowl but it's more se- severe i feel like it's harder to get into like it almost turns worlds almost to like a nationals like you got to do all this stuff to get to the big one and um i think i think the way things are going what happens when it's a million dollars one day what happens when it's you know 500,000 one day like what happened you know what i'm saying like imagine if a lifter just has to do well at that meet and they're good for a year of income like imagine that right like how insane would that be um would we see more pop people get popped would we see sure. more uh talent come into the sport um yes to both right Right? i mean one of them really like honestly if people start getting popped i really worry about that because um one uh do you guys remember gibbs in 20 was it 18 where he got second to someone who popped 17 in belarus right to the guy from kazakhstan i believe ulan ulan listening to wasn't it puerto rico no kazakhstan was it not Puerto Rico? What the heck am I saying? Puerto Rico was actually before that. So, so okay. So let's double back. 2015, he got second. Guy from um, I, Puerto Rico, Dominican somewhere, beat him. Gibbs was second on the podium and ended up being elevated to gold. That's who you're thinking of. 2017, he came in second on the podium as well. That gentleman didn't pop later, but he had popped previously and came back from suspension and everyone's like why is this guy here he had previously popped but he had served his time and come back so gibbs had a bad habit of going against guys who either popped before or after him and came second to them and well i i listened to gibbs back when he used to post on youtube which shout out honestly i'm very thankful for gibbs he made my early days very fun and Without him, I don't think we would be as big. Like the sport wouldn't be as big as it is. I'd agree. In my opinion, him and jo- Josh Hancock were like very big on YouTube back then, and like we need fucking Arab doggy. That was a good time, man. Those are good times, man. <laughs> um, and they were just recording their training and talking to the camera, and it was great. Uh, but I listened to Gibbs talk about how he won after the fact. Like, hey, man, like. This guy popped, you win. But it it robbed him of everything. Like the experience of winning, winning in the moment, all of that. He didn't get to experience that. And in my opinion, that's like super unfair. And it's it's uh I worry that as powerlifting gets bigger and more talent is attracted, what's gonna happen? Like the drug testing needs to be like unbelievable like they need to be like they need to be able to catch people like crazy like the problem is 
when you look at pro sports, like, so to the point of, it's not just like a powerlifting issue. I know what you're saying. We're like, if you look at any big major sport where like real money's involved. So let's, let's just say powerlifting ends up there and it doesn't matter if it's IPF, USAPL or whatever, this is just going to be a sporting issue. Um, when money comes, UFC, use UFC, use UFC. Yeah. Yeah. It could be anything. Um, when money comes, PEDs come. That's just it. The war on drugs is a war that'll last forever and you'll never get in front of it. It'll always be problems no matter what you're doing. And um, unfortunately, this is what it is. This is just what it is. I mean, I feel that because our community is so tight knit and small that the damage to your reputation would just be uh, like you would, you might be able to survive like in untested feds. Like, um, I don't want to bring up old things. I don't even want to say his name, but there is a lifter who, I, I mean, he's cool. You might've uh, ran into him today. No, not today. <laughs> no, not today. He's great. Uh, he's cool. I've, I hung out with him a few times. He went out with us, but he got popped in the past. And then like a year went by and that kind of blew over. And then he reinvented himself and just kind of leaned into it. And he found a way for himself. Um, but it's kind of like all or nothing. Like if you get if you get popped, it's gonna be very hard for you to stay in the natty space. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna follow you everywhere, and people are always gonna hold it against you. And even if you win legit, you pass your test, people are still gonna say, like you know, it's 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 tough, man. It's really tough, and it's just one of those things that like it would it does so much harm to the to the lifters who are clean. It does so much harm. And and it's like far deeper than people really understand. It's not just, you know, imagine you're training your ass off, you put your life into this, you sacrifice so much, and you come up barely short to a guy who's on stuff and he doesn't get caught until like later. Yeah. You robbed of that opportunity. You're never gonna get it back. We kind of felt that with COVID, how we a lot a lot of lifters qualified for big meets that never got ha- that never got to happen, right? Sheffield should have happened back then. You know what I mean? Um, I've been waiting for this for three years, man. I've been yeah, waiting for a long time. I was leaving the next week flying out. I, I can't believe so were you. We, yeah, I can't believe how close we were. We were. It, it was, was going to Russ And Russ was in it. Russ was in it. And so was Amanda. Like that would have been, that would have been like a t- totally different thing. And, you know, just, I, wor- I worry that people, like the bigger the sport gets, people aren't clean. I always wonder, I, I, I'm a very, like, you call me naive. I just, like, assume everyone's clean. I assume everybody's, like, good, right? And, um, you know, I I just worry that, like, what if somebody who we put a lot of steam behind, who I supported, you know, I, would, I, I don't think any of my flex boys would ever do anything like that. But what if, like, you know, someone who I, who I, who I support, who I love, like Carlina, I've been showing her a lot of love. Ashton, I show him a lot of love, you know, uh, somebody, Taylor. what, yeah, Taylor, like what if somebody did He's that? Jesus nah, nah, nah. Christ. That would be so bad for us. Oh, you know what I mean? Fuck. Dude, that my would heart be, would break in half. Oh my God. <laughs> I wouldn't believe, I wouldn't believe it, man. I'd be like, dude, this, this is, this is so bad. So it's just one of those things that like, Maybe I'm maybe I'm naive for thinking like oh nah people will be clean you know um, at the end of the day it's like your reputation gets ruined you know you probably 
you know, it's going to hurt your business. It's like so much to lose. I don't know, man. I just, um, we got to do what we got to, we got to be the example of clean sport. The th- we got to just. The thing is, um, you know, I, I, I listened to a podcast, uh, an MMA podcast with Luke Thomas. It's phenomenal called morning combat. And he read a book about the war on drugs and the equation of it towards like sports as well. Right. And, um, if you send it to me, I'll listen to it. Cause I used to watch him, but he changed his channel. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's, he's great. He actually follows, um, King of lifts. I've oh, messaged shit. him through King of lifts. He, he, he peripherally pays attention to powerlifting. He might, he, he probably knows who you are. Um, he's a fan of, of, of weightlifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell he's him a good to get guy. me into one of those events, brother. I've shot the shit with him a little <laughs> bit in the DMs, but um, he was talking about how, and he could speak on it. He's gone on Rogan and talked about how the war on drugs is very much associated like the sports drug testing. You'll never win either one of them ever. It'll always be a problem forever. And at some point, people start asking like questions like, is this a losing battle? Is it fighting the good fight? You have to do it anyways. Cause it'll always be crime too. Like, it's not like you just be like, okay, there's no such thing as crime. You could just do like the purge either. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever be able to stop it a hundred percent, but we, I mean, look at the guys in MMA who have been hit. Like what if TJ Jillishaw was clean and actually didn't need that stuff to win. And like, maybe he would have still stayed in the sport. Maybe he wouldn't have left for all that time. You know, like who knows? And then he tried to come back and then his shoulder came out and he's got injuries. And, you know, it's like John Jones is all his drama. Like, you know, there's so many things. Um, there's all kinds of there's all kinds of things that, that happens with that. And it's just. It's not good. It's not good, man. It's it's I, I used to think, like, what if they just let everybody do whatever? But then it's like I feel like it's a really hard way. It just complicates things and it makes it like. Okay, I believe one of my favorite football players of all time, I don't know if you guys pay attention to the Steelers back in the day, but there's Troy Palomalu and James Harrison. I got to meet James Harrison a couple years ago at Zoo. He came in to work out. I was like, I don't care about none of these influencers, but that guy's an actual man, and I'm going to go shake his hand and take a picture. Right. And and they and he got into some drama with the head of the NFL, and they would test him. I think it was like 10 times. Like They tested him like 10 times in a month, like, he thought there was this harassment at this point. He would always be vocal about it. Like, yo, like, why are they doing this? He is he is extremely strong. He is very strong and he's jacked and he is older. So I could see why. But I believe he was natty. Like, I believe that. Like, there's going to be someone listening to this like, bro, this guy doesn't know. Like, da, da, da. And I'm like, no, man. It's like, it's the NFL. And they're testing him constantly. Constantly past all the tests. Like, I, I like what what else do you want like how people will see that and be like nope still on drugs I'm like dude like how, how they're going to his house they're waking him up you know um so I don't know man like uh there was one Olympic weightlifter um oh my god what is his name they caught him like later it, it, does like, he have a C starts with a C not not yeah, he, he was European. Um, he's super, is he super jacked, kind of blondish hair, older guy, starts with a C, no. be, reinvented himself on social media, got a huge following, and um, no one he, gives a they, fuck they, that he popped. <laughs> well, like, they changed the drug test, and they caught him, like, after the fact. Like, it was around the time when a lot of people popped for the same thing, mm. right? Um, like, a couple powerlifters, I think it was John Jones and like this guy all popped for like the same thing. 
And I think it was because they changed the way that they did, they did drug tests and they keep the samples and they went back and they tested the old samples and they found it and it like completely erased him. Like his career is just done. Um, now your guy, the guy you're talking about, um, I mean, that's crazy. But I mean, look at the Chinese guy. He was like, God, like that guy was like, what's his name? Lu Zhao, Lu Zhao Jin? Hey, that's yeah, pretty good. Unless well, you just well, totally freestyled that. There, there's some close. conspiracies. <laughs> There's some conspiracies with that one though, because like the Chinese never fail. So like the conspiracy is that like maybe they were trying to get rid of him and put someone else, like a new person in. So they purposely like had him fail to be like, see, we we're trusting people and we're catching people because he was already on his way out. I mean, but that guy was like the guy. Like that was the man. I, I used to watch that guy like, dude, this guy's so shredded. Like, look at this guy, He's so strong. His squad, his high bar is so beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think happens to a guy like that? Well, I just want to say before I ask you this, Sheffield, the good thing you'll like about Sheffield, if you have ever popped for a certain grade, yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to come to Sheffield just for anyone listening, which is probably if you want to get super strict to your point, how do we deal with this? So when guys get popped and come back and win worlds again, like what happened to Brett, it won't happen to Sheffield. But, um, what do you think happens to guys like that who pop? Do they like, come back in or in social media, whatever, and they're good. You know what I mean? Like, like, or like, or some of them. Are um, okay, hey, let me ask can. you this. Let me ask you this. And you guys might know, I know it sounds like a weird person to talk about. Um, After Liver King got caught, did he ever come back? Is he still gone? I don't been... follow him. Oh yeah. You I don't, I don't you're know, you're he... part of the, Arian's part of the commandments or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Um, was telling I, me. I don't know. I don't know because in my opinion, it's like, well, his whole thing was you don't need drugs to do this, you just need to eat this way, and he fucking buffed for it. So it's like but dude, he was so is he done? Is, up. It was crazy. I know, I know. It's like very obvious. He looked like at least TRT, at least. You know I mean, he's saying? still he's still posting, he still has a, a million plus followers. He posts YouTube, he's still getting money off of all this stuff, even if it is like declining. He's been yeah. a class action sued though, but well, yeah, because he, I mean, that's just straight up lying to people. But my the whole prob- thing, but my whole thing is like, it depends, right? Like I said, in our community, um, I think if you get hit, uh, the people that know about you may kind of frown upon you and you'll probably lose like half of your, like if you have a bunch of trustworthy people, maybe half of, half of them, like, just unfollow you or whatever, but um, there's always going to be that little Johnny and that little Timmy that don't know about what happened in the past, and they're just going to see you for the first time, and they're going to think everything's clean. And there's a lot of people in the space right now that I know from 10 years ago, five years ago, eight years ago, that did very bad things or frowned upon things, and they just kind of waited out and let the next generation come in and then just market to them, you know, and... uh, and then it's almost like for guys like me to go go like, hey, wait, aren't you that guy that did this? It's almost like, why are you bringing up old stuff? I don't really care. Like the the world, the market is gonna is gonna handle. But now that we've been here for some years, we kind of see how things kind of blow over, and you know, things people just kind of move on. And um, you know, there's a lot of amazing accomplishments from the past that I don't want people to forget about. I don't want people to ever forget about John Hack back in the day. I don't want. I mean, he's still doing cool stuff now. I don't want them to forget about Jesse Norris. We gotta that's, keep him alive, man. That's the one, my man. Jesse and, and Norris. See, and see, and see, here's the thing, right? Like Taylor was around then, but the thing is, Jesse was a junior 
and he was doing things that were just astronomical. Like it was, it was, I don't think we have, can you guys think of any junior? Um, I mean, Jesus is the only thing that kind of comes to mind, but anybody that was like really young, that was just like doing things that was so ahead of their age and their generation. Not like I mean, at, I mean, Ashton towards the end when he was 23, 20, 22, 23, but see, Jesse did it kind of first. So Ashton did end up like getting over those numbers. But like Jesse, but that's the thing. It was like, the, it was a new thing. Like we've never seen this. And it was like, do you guys remember Raw Unity? Dude, you know, this is crazy. I just hung out with Lane Norton all weekend. And oh, really? we were talking about Jesse Norris, obviously, because Jesse and Lane battled in Raw Unity. And all of what you're talking about, we were talking about all of this stuff. Right? Uh, but uh, yeah, I remember Raw Unity. It was. Yeah, and he was there as a kid. I think it was like 21 or 20 at that time. I don't know. And that was with all the big names of that era. It was everybody. And I remember being a little kid. Ah, sorry, my dog is like young and wants to eat everything. No, um, he's teething, I think. And like he he was like, dude, I, as as like, what was I, 20? I was like 22, 23 back then. I was watching this meet with like... Dan Green, Brandon Lilly, Jesse Norris, John Hack was at that meet, right? I didn't even know about John back then. Um, actually, the meet that me and John did, like when I went to go look John up, his last meet was Raw Unity. And I think he totaled like 16.53 at that meet. And he's like, oh, my weight cut sucked. And I was beat up. And, blah, blah, blah. and then we just fixed him up, hit that clean nine for nine. And I might have been, my numbers might be off, but. I just remember, like, we d we don't have a raw unity now. We have a Sheffield, which is, in my opinion, is going to be way bigger. Um, oh, yeah, for but, sure. But yeah. but USAPL needs to fire back with their own Sheffield, in my opinion. They need to. Um, I think the Pro Series, it's interesting because, like, you know what's funny? I follow competitive Pokemon, and they do something similar. Where like you get championship points when you travel and compete, but like you have to travel, you have to like unless you win a national. Uh, there's something called the ICS. It's like a, it's like a international championship series, and there's only four. It's Oceania, you North America, like Europe and Asia. I think it's only four. So the only way to get into the worlds is if you win first place at one of those. And those are usually very hard to win because it's the best players in the world that travel. They have like finances and they're really competent and they're going to go there and compete. Um, so you have to win one of those or there's like a lot of regionals like in your country, like throughout the year and you have to compete. Uh, dude, I looked at it the other day and it's like, if it's like a thousand people, you have to get like eight top eight, like five times. Like it's really hard. Like it's, you know, lifting's a little different because when you're strong, you're going to stay within that range of top five. It, staying right. in the top five is not hard in powerlifting. So you got to earn those points to kind of get that, or you just win the mega tournament and you're automatically in. Um, kind of like how Sheffield is like, you got to, if you win national or you win worlds, like you win like first place, you're, you're pretty much in. Um, granted, you got to hit within the the 5%, I think it is of the, the total the world record. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you should have to travel for that. Um, I think you should just put up whatever you put up wherever you put it up and then get invited. And then if you if you do well at head up, then, then that should matter. But I don't know. I think I think definitely 
I think Sheffield, I hope. Uh, I mean, let me. what do you guys think about this? What if another federation, what if like USPA was like, hey, we're going to do a drug tested thing. And it was like huge. And it was like, you know, $150,000 prize and, you know, top, top, like, I don't know, uh, 24 to 28 in the world. Like that might, that might shake things up too. Like they, you know, that, that, like, we just need that. We need to get a lot of that going on. And I, I really do feel like Sheffield is a culmination of, of everything that we've been working on for all these years to finally, finally be, finally happened, man. It's finally happened. Should have happened three years ago, but it's happening now. And I don't know. What do you think, Ryan? Isn't this the goal? Isn't this what we want? Isn't this the direction that we want to go in? This was, we've been talking about it for a long time. Like um, everyone always wanted people to have some kind of nest egg at the end and to get paid. Uh, we seen it in the untested. Somehow they put together, they have like a, you could just bop around collecting checks. It's not going to make you. The US super Open. Du- yeah. I you're not going to get super those. rich, but. No, I know. I know with John in 2016, I mean, he when he missed his third poll, we lost 30 G's. That and, was and that's I, rare. And I, I was even shocked. I, I was shocked because I think he hit seven seventeen or seven eleven, and it was fucking fast. And I was like, I right, will jump another fifteen, and then he just hit a sticky. Um, and I wonder if I would have done five pounds less, would his opponent have been able to do that? That those are the ones that eat you up at night. Right. You'll never know, eat. but yeah, yeah, we still got ten. We still got ten grand, but it was like. And let me tell you guys, ten grand back in 2016 was a good chunk of change. Now that ain't nothing. <laughs> it's always a good chunk of change. <laughs> no, 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 that ain't too much. But um, you know, no, just looking at like, like my car, my past car, like what back then versus like what it is now. It's like, dude, like inflation is crazy. But you know, it's it's just uh, it's just you know, it's it's. Those are good meats. We need stuff like that. But again, it's like, where does the money come from? How does powerlifting monetize? Um, I I really do believe it's like video games, right? The more people who watches video games, video game people, like who watches powerlifting, powerlifting people. So we're we're doing what we need to do every day. Uh, I need to start posting regularly on my page. I don't know when the last time I posted it. That's really bad as a as a person. But uh, well, like you posted your stories often, though. I posted so- my stories often, but I'm not. I'm. I don't know if that exposes it the same. And um, I just really try to. I mean, I'm. I'm. What I. What I'm very thankful for is there's a lot of really big people on TikTok that I work with, and they have a barbell in their hands, and that is getting those kids to like pick it up and da, 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 and this and that i was at we got a new zoo culture location that just opened i went in there today there's like hella it's just like tons of influencers and like i'm talking to this kid he's got like you know half a million on instagram guy's 26 years old and he wants to do 600 pounds and i'm like he's already shredded he's already got the look he's already got the 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 you know the nice smile and now you can talk to the camera and now he wants to get strong and i feel like those are the types of people that are going to get you know, the 16, 17, 18 year old kids into powerlifting and then they can discover King of the Lifts or King of the Lifts is King of the Lifts is interesting because you post everyone you post. It doesn't matter. You're not just like one fed. You post everyone. Right. And I feel like you do get comments from regular like normies. They don't even powerlift. Right. Right. Um, Which is good. We need that. And and I and I like to see it as if you're getting that 
feedback from normies, that means that that's actually kind of good because now we're being seen by the audience that we want to come into the sport. But the point is, you know, those, those people that have like a general audience getting into powerlifting, that's what we need. Like make squats going away from competing was like a big hit because like she got so many girls into the sport. Right. I know she still does those things with barbells and stuff. Um, but it's not like her focus is powerlifting. Right. So, you know, we, we need those type of people and that's why, you know, Gibbs was such a big thing because I believe that without his YouTube and social media presence, that matchup may not have broken all the records that it did. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's just, it was such a great thing because it was like the big, the big foreigner guy, like this huge phenomenon from outside of the U S versus the all American, you know, John hack. And they're going to go from Wisconsin. Yes. They're Little gonna go America, baby. It doesn't get more American than that. That's right. They're going to go head up at the world fucking championships. You get what I'm saying? And JP Couchy was like a big name coach who was yeah, you know, behind baby. it. And then I was coming up and then we had Matt Gary there too. And it was like this, it was it. Like, this is the top, like, this is the pinnacle. And we need, we just need that. Like, we just need to continue to do that. And one thing that I, that I will always respect Gibbs for is that he was always respectful. I don't cannot think I can't even imagine one negative thing he said. I can't imagine one bad thing he said when we competed with him. You know, he beat like I obviously I beat him with hack, then he beat Russ. And afterwards they, they shook it up. It was motivation. It wasn't any hatred there. And then we came back and we got it back. And it was like such a great thing. I have so much history with him. You know, and it's never been it's always been like like Hey, I respect you, man. Like, I really respect you. And because you're from the other side of the planet, he's literally down under, right? And I'm over here and we're both doing the same thing. We're both doing the same sport and we're going to go head up on the biggest stage. And it was, and I, I, I just, I think about this often. I think I'm really thankful for Gibbs, man, because if it wasn't for Gibbs, I don't know if we would have the same kind of like catapulted everything forward, right? Like, imagine if he was unknown and John just wins. Like, no, that was, that was, yeah. The pinnacle for so many reasons. I still talk to Gibbs every now and then, by the way, like slide in his DMs. And I caught right? up to him a little bit. Like he still watches UFC. So good icebreaker. Just talking about how's non-powerlifting. The, how's the elbow? Well, <laughs> so I I told him, would you ever want to come back on King of the Lifts? And for the for the for those who were around at the time, they would love to just share some more stories. You don't got to say a worthy now or whatever the shit necessarily what well, we could catch up present, but just to go back and hear you. Cause we've heard John Russ yourself. Like, Oh, you've been on here a million times, right? Brett's yeah. been on here too, but it was back in the day. Just like, let's go back. Imagine how cool it would be to go back with you and you and Brett, you and Russ and just relive you and John, John and Brett reliving. And we watch some clips together and do and he said, um, sometime, but now's not a good time. And he didn't want to get into it. And so what I think what it is, not to read too much into the tea leaves here, but he, obviously his career got cut short. It's probably a little difficult right now because he's still in his prime. He still could age-wise be doing it. It's probably very difficult right now for him to, to take in. He doesn't it's post much. It's really hard to... Uh, I don't know how public he is with his injury, but to deal with something like that, you got to like start over and it's really hard to get it back. Well, um, he said he can't. He said his diagnosis, what he's saying is 
I will never again be able to straighten my arm to meet the conditions of getting a pass. So he's like, my uh, career is over in the, and because he views his career is over, it's very tough for him to talk about, because you know how much you love this and whatever. So he's like, maybe in the future, man, but it's uh, not right now. And I'm like, it's hey, a very, man. it's a very hard thing to deal with. Um, right, right. It's a very hard thing to deal with because you don't get to that level and just fall out of love with the instantly. Like, it's always going to be a part of you. It's always going to be something you enjoy. I fucking miss playing football. I miss playing basketball. I miss those things. I miss flying down the court. I miss dropping dimes. I miss <laughs> everything. I miss tackling people. I miss hitting people. I miss what I miss about football is it was the one thing where I could go 100% into another person. I could go 100% all out. I'm going to try to destroy this man and I wouldn't get in trouble for it. I wouldn't, <laughs> no one would get mad at me and it was fine. And my coach would literally be like, like you're blitzing this gap. And I, I'm going, whatever happens to me, happens to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it was, that's the cool thing about powerlifting too, is like when you're maxing out, like that's, that's you, it's a, it's a battle of will. It's, it's like, let's go everything I got right now. And it's, and I just, I really enjoy that. And there's very few things that humans get to do. Um, even in as a fighter, as a UFC fighter, you can't just go crazy. You got to be calm, collected. It's a chess match. It's like every time I watch Robert Whitaker fight, I'm like, like I'm freaking <laughs> out. Man, this guy's gonna get it. You know, it's like, is this gonna be the one time he gets he gets clipped? You know, and you know, it's just, it's a. Uh, I know Brad still probably misses it a lot and he still has that fire, but it's so hard, man. It's really, it's just a difficult thing to deal with. And to hear, to hear somebody say that I actually heard um, yesterday I was watching. Who was it? It was one of the, one of the football games towards the end of the day. It was, I think it was on the Ravens and they're talking about a player who he had scar tissue in his knee and it would only, it could only extend 70%. So then he got another surgery to remove that scar tissue and he's good now. So, you know, you never want to give up hope. I always say like, you got to keep, you know, you got to keep like when a doctor tells me something, I get like two more opinions because you like it. 100%. If they tell you, you know, they're always going to be conservative. Hey, you should probably not do that. Just chill out. Da, 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 this and that. You got to, I had one doctor tell me in 2014, he said, he said, if you want to do this and this is something that you enjoy, um, you're really young and like, you should, you should not like you, like you're going to hate the fact that you gave up pursuing it than actually like trying it and see how, what your, how your body reacts. Right. And he's like, you're young. You might heal through this is dealing with my back back then. And um, it's just one of those, it's just, yeah. I, t- I hate hearing that they told them, you know, for him to say himself, like, yeah, I'll never be able to extend my arm. That's really, really tough. Um, it might be torture. It might honestly be torture for him to come on here because he might just like, he might just be like reminiscing the past and it just like gets him down, you know? Well, you this know is he, why he did. He said, not now, man. He's yeah. like, it sounds like a great idea. Sometime in the future. Another person I was thinking about was Josh Hancock. Um, what is he doing these days? Could not dog. You can't, he, I couldn't find him anywhere. Like, I think really? I tried to find him on like fucking fake. Cause he's nowhere on Instagram. It's crazy for people listening. You don't know. Josh was the hottest junior at one point, um, had so much hype around him, was doing like collab videos with like uh, Nick Wright, squat, Nick squats, Nick Wright, Brett was boys with Brett and was like 
it, the, the hottest junior in an out of nowhere says it's still I'm as out. a junior. Hey y'all, I'm out. I'm retired. Yeah. And it was, it was like two weeks before worlds. And he was like going to win worlds. He was projected to win. He was, he was saying like, I'm going to win best lifter at worlds. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to go into the open. And it was like, he was like one of the guys. And then out of nowhere said, I'm done. And then he actually reappeared here and there. Very small. He briefly. Yeah. It wasn't really lifting stuff though. It was like normal life stuff. Well, he actually, he actually competed a couple times. If you look at his open powerlifting, but it wasn't, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't, you know, you wouldn't even notice it because it was regional numbers weren't, were like way lower than he was as a junior. So he's just, you know, fucking around or whatever. And, um, I don't know what the hell happened to him, man. I don't know, man. People, Aaron, you got any relics from the past that you that you ever wonder like, Hey, what's that guy doing now? I mean, I guess a lot of people just move on. Like, you know, Regular job, maybe you know, has a girlfriend, no, or wife, not, kid. not psycho like us, just obsessed with this Dude, fucking thing well, for so talk, long. Talk about Bryn and Lily. Um, oh, who yeah, was yeah, forced yeah, yeah, yeah. to move on. You know, it's crazy because I was doing the chat GP, you know, whatever, or, or GPT or whatever the fuck the chat, the AI chat is. So you ask oh me, oh my AI god, questions, wait, how ask- do you add it? I want to mess with that thing. How do you get how do you get into it? So, dog, I did a couple, <laughs> let me pull them up. Let yeah, me pull them up because I did is it. For it this is podcast. it good? Is it crazy? I, I did it for this. Well, powerlifting is just not enough database to do it. I did it for this podcast in particular. It's 2021 it, only, right? And beyond behind that. It's 2021, I think, and behind that. It's gonna go live on Bing, I heard. I heard it's actually gonna be a part of like the Bing search engine, which if you guys don't know, okay. I actually thought about this this morning. I was listening to a video while I was making my breakfast. And I was thinking about it was, they're talking about artificial intelligence and how they estimate that over the next decade, they're saying like a hundred million jobs could be displaced or something like that. And I thought about it and I was like, I am actually I am terrified at, at how the, how it answers certain questions. I have a junior lifter, okay? He doesn't work with me directly, he works with one of my coaches, but in his in his close friends, his teacher gave him an assignment and you know how usually when you write an essay it's like write an essay about so 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 and so and make sure to point out this and this and this so you just took that put it in and it just yes yes and i was like and i was reading it and i was like there's no way that this is a robot there is no it's the way that it talks and articulates and it and you could even say make it sound like an 18 year old kid wrote it and it will do it's it's like it's it's fucked up, man. I was like, this is crazy. That's is now. Crazy. Wait till five years. Yes. I, well, he, listen, so- I just watched Mo, um, friend of the podcast from UK 105, or and he got bronze, and he he's a coach. He put into the chat GPT just just now. He said, um, can you do me a powerlifting program? And it goes, here's what I would suggest. And they gave him RPE-based program, and he's Insane. like well, fuck, I don't know if I want to use this. However, <laughs> I was going to say, I I asked it, chat GBT, I said, who's, who's the best powerlifter in the world today? And it was giving me like fucking crazy answers. And yeah. I said like, where would Taylor Atwood rank? And it goes, it does not know who Taylor Atwood was. And then I said, we're, we're early. We're so early. Still, well, I mean, that's r- ridiculous. And I yeah. said, um, I knew you were coming on. And I was like, 
who's the, who's the best powerlifting coach in the world? And it was saying, it said Brandon Lilly was one of them. And it said a bunch of other people. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I go, yeah, we're with Joey Flex. And he goes, I don't know Joey Flex. And I'm like, oh. What's, what about, tell me about King of the Lifts podcast. Who hosts it? And they're like, we don't know King of the Lifts podcast. And I go, yeah, yeah, what about yeah, six pack? Yeah. So it doesn't know. And like, it's, like, it's this so, is easy Google. So also another thing with artificial intelligence is it needs a backlog to learn from, right? Right. So anything that is um, a short, so for example, how do I say this? Um, it needs to be told what it's doing right and wrong. And it has to have things in place. So if you interact with it long enough and you say, no, that's not what I wanted. I wanted this. It will apologize to you and learn that. And they said, like, I like it will it will learn you better than you learn you. The reason why I say that is because humans are emotional. So if so, if seventy percent of the time you act a certain way, and let me get this right, you guys have seen the deep fakes. Well, they're about to get crazier and they're about to get more insane. So you could tell. So you could combine the two and you could say, you could you could give it a movie script and say, write me a movie that's ten minutes long, and here's the script, and these are the what the people, and then you, I want I want it to be these actors, and da 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 da, and it will it will do it in a couple minutes, and then it, it just. Yeah. you're seeing you're seeing it, and it's, it's 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 fucking scary man and it's you don't need the actors you don't need the writers you, you could just be like you, you instead of netflix a pre-written i you could be like look at i want to see a movie a spy movie i'd like to see tom hardy as the lead um about 90 minutes i got about 90 minutes yeah about 90 minutes probably good for me tonight It'll and they'll be like say it. less fam say less fam five minutes later here's your movie and what's and, and crazy I mean, is yeah what's crazy is like I said, the more it learns, the better it gets and the sharper it gets and the more efficient it gets. And as long as it has more data points, artificial intelligence needs like tons of information to draw from. That's I, I believe, I don't know if you guys know, Microsoft bought it for like $10 billion or something, right? Oh, really? Uh, it might be $30 billion. I think it's, I think it's. They keep putting in more money, I think. Yeah, but the way to stop it, works, it? They're going to make, no, no, no. They bought it because they want to oh, integrate oh. it into Bing. So I thought um, you said fought it. Gotcha. Okay. No, gotcha. no, they bought it. And I think Microsoft will make 75% of the profits till their money is paid back. And then after that, they own Elon Musk invested into it. And one other really big guy, I forget who, um, it might be Bezos or someone, I don't know. But the point is like the way that it talks to you and the way that it can be like human readable it's insane, man. It's it's art it's, music. Uh, it can do it all. It's it's so good. I can't believe you got into it. Like I, I the queue was too long for me, so I just said, uh, "It's fine." Well, I got some. You know, I got a couple. Yeah, of you got do what you got. Dude. I, I know some people. I made some text messages, but um, <laughs> he hit up some. He hit up some artificial intelligence ladies, and they that's said, right. Artificial intelligence okay. ladies, <laughs> but um, I uh, I thought I was gonna have some good questions for us. And then I would, I would try to do some live with us. I thought that'd be fun. And it just was, it had like, it wasn't there, but to your point, it will be man. because I got the idea from like, again, an MMA podcast. Um, the guy was like, who's the greatest MMA fighter of all time. And it was like, well, there's John Jones, there's George St. Pierre, you know, there's also, and it was was pretty tight. They're more mainstream. Right. We'll get there. But like yeah. to your point of like the bigger picture, like this is fun just for conversation, but for the bigger picture of what 10 years is going to look like, 
I mean, in a podcast, do you need a podcast or could you say, give me three figures debating who the greatest powerlifter is and there's boom, five minutes later, you're catered to what it would do. What it would do is it would look at every single King of the Lifts podcast that was ever done and it would learn who Ryan is. It would, it would create a version of Ryan that would be very hard for us to like know that it was a robot and it would, and it would just, it would be insane. It would be be done. I mean, honestly, I, I, it makes me wonder, like, what what does the world look like when? I mean, shit. What if I? I mean, I, I thought about how it could help coaching, and what if I could tell it, like, okay, I want you to peak this lifter at this point and can, can prepare them for this competition, and give them accessories that will adjust these issues, and then it just writes the program, and then you give it to the lifter, and then all I got to focus on is coaching, right? Like, I could just be a coach. Then imagine that. Like, imagine if 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 it was there was no you know, all of the hours spent like programming, it just did it like, but, and it would learn like the, it would link up to the database and it would see all their prior trainings and it could see like how every single, I mean, we got to do this manually, but imagine a robot doing it at light speed with perfect precision. Every single possibility, no, it, it does all the numbers. The only thing is, um, I don't know how it would be able to like, I mean, Arian, you know this, like we're dealing with humans and like we have emotions and like maybe we have the optimal thing to do, but they don't, they can't do it because it doesn't fit like their lifestyle. And, you know, like certain things, like humans aren't robots, right? So like you might have the best program, but it has to fit humans and it has to like be adaptable and you have to have like, you have to have audibles. You have to be able to change things when things come up and you have to deal with injuries. And like, what if a lot it of... can though? What if it can like, my man... what if it takes Joey Flex's personality, just like you took uh, Ryan Lapidats for the podcast. What if it can take your personality in like, be like Coach that, that guy. Person? That's it, some it ex machina like, shit. That's some fucking trippy shit. Listen, man. what if, what if, what if, if somebody's with Joey Flex for like two years, wins worlds the whole nine, and is like, I want you to come down, handle me live in real person the whole nine. And then all of a sudden, a fucking phone call comes. A phone call comes to that guy. Because yeah. he's been working with you. And he's like, this world championships, you took me in two world titles. This world championships, I want you there, Joey. This means a lot. This is the Sheffield of it. This is, you've been doing it remote, whatever, because you're busy. Mm-hmm. This time I want you there. Phone call comes to that fucking guy. You know who's on the other side of the phone? It's Tina. You know what Tina tells him? Joey died ago holy oh, shit. oh shit that's why you've never seen him it's, okay it's but insane. it was in his will this is and, and you and tina got kids and all their eagles this is he's contributing he's still contributing to to his family after he passed okay there's the black mirror of powerlifting style black mirror episode Man, it could be it could be so insane and it's honestly it's funny there's a there's another ai there's all these different ones out there and i heard one called character ai where they pull like whatever personality or whatever of different characters so you can ask you can talk to elon which i did the other day so i pull up one for tony stark right now so i'm asking tony stark who is the best powerlifting athlete in the world and he says the best powerlifting athlete in the world is eddie hall and gives eddie hall's accomplishments so i'm like no eddie hall is a strongman competitor i'm asking about powerlifting he goes oh my bad he goes, the best powerlifter is Lasha, who is this weightlifter. So then I tell him again, no, Lasha is a hey, weightlifter. Man, AI doesn't even know we exist. On the third one, he goes, oh, well, the best powerlifting athlete in the world is John Hack. 
Oh, oh okay. But, but, but then, see now it got now some of the knows. Now it got some knows. of the stats wrong though, because he goes, he has won three world titles, two world games, golds, and he is a three-time US national champ. All right. Well that's that's, that's, a, little, <laughs> that's, that's a little bit off. Doesn't that's, <laughs> that's whatever? Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, so it's 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 flawed. I mean, you could argue hack, but as it collects more data, yeah, like, but I guess that's the whole thing with the uh, the AI like coaching programs that are out there too. Is like, yeah, it can spit out a program based on the parameters you put in, but then it's like, yeah, what if the athlete puts in the wrong parameters, or what if they don't account for certain things, like, oh, the athlete's gonna get you know elbow tendonized after back squatting this many times. So as a human, you know, okay, I'm gonna switch this out for like SSB or something like that. So can it learn enough information and get enough inputs to know those adjustments? Eventually. I think I think anything is possible, but it, when will we realistically get a product that'll be tangible for guys like us to have in our hands? Maybe and not like be expensive. Years? No, what, probably what are we all gonna do in the future though? What the hell does that mean? What like Elon, all this Elon, doing? Elon said that if we had robots and artificial intelligence do everything, there would just be like universal basic income and we would just do what we enjoy. Are you serious? Well, frick, let's hurry yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'd be chilling. Imagine like you're just taking care of, you don't have to worry about anything, and you know, you just I mean, there will still be jobs that people have to work on all this stuff and maintain all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, though there's that, but I don't know what's gonna happen, man. It's it's kind of crazy. Um, I wonder if the listeners are like, bro, I don't want to know that I'm gonna be replaced by a robot. Talk about well, some listen, I wanted to ask you earlier. We were talking about it. Um, this is actually the first thing we started talking about before we went off. The quote unquote villain arc of Russell Orhe. We were mm-hmm. talking about. So what do you think it is? Is it because we're investigating it a little bit that we went off? Is it in the same thing with Taylor? Because you asked about Taylor. Do people hate Taylor? Both of them. Let's put them both in the same kind of thing, it, right? It's the same deal and, for and me. Am I, and it, Sorry, you and in, my, in my opinion, I totally just took your thunder there. My bad, man. Um, no, go ahead. Cut me, off, go ahead. cut me off if you need to. I think I heard a lifter say that, you know, they were asking, they're talking about like who's like, the most prominent or best lifter in USAPL, whatever this and that. And in my opinion, uh, like when did we stop caring about legacy? Right. And Taylor was the only person before the split that had like more wins than Russ. And now Taylor went to the IPF. And if we're just talking about USAPL, um, like it's gotta be Russ. Like there's nobody who's, who's won like that many times in a row. Just let me know. Arian, Ryan, let me know. Like, if maybe Bonica. Bonica I mean, Ray might. had how many did Ray have? But yeah, yeah I don't know if you're talking about people Russell. who are who are still around you. No, but, or not. but Ray Ray went back and forth with Blaine, though, right? Didn't he lose to Blaine at one of them? Only a uh, 2014, yeah. Um, I mean, that still puts a wrench in it. So when did Ray start? Uh, 2013. Well, 2013 many, many... W. 2014 loss. 2015 win. 2016 win. How many is that? 17, 17, 18. 17, 18. Ray, Ray, 19, Ray. 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19
that's insane to me. I can't even believe it. Let um, me ask you this real quick because Ray signed up for PA Nats. Is Jesus going to do PA Nats? So we kind of just agreed um, that it would be best to just focus on the big one and whatever happens, happens. Like I had this talk with Jesus and he was like, ah, it's like kind of annoying that I have to go do that. So no, we're just going to do the big one. But um, going back to what you were saying about Russ and Taylor, um, I think it's just they're, you could call it, it's not really necessarily a victim, but they're a, they, they're dealing with, what happens when you are on on top for so long you you start to get people that don't want to see you on the top anymore mm-hmm. um and that's the that's the only reason there's not really any other reason and they will try to find like anything that they can about you now here's another thing too russ comes from sports taylor i believe played sports too he did he played cfl a- football semi-pro like that's professional canadian football yeah i mean if if he stays with the nfl scouts look at that so like you could still make it over here and you can come to our combines and stuff my brother did a couple workouts with the raiders and stuff but um like it's one of those things where the powerlifters a lot of them they never played like actual sports and they don't know what trash talk is and they don't know what attitude is and all those things and when they see it happen for the first time in powerlifting they they don't get it and it's interesting to see at the same time um we are a small community and you know like at the end of the day like no matter what anybody says about taylor and russ they've done what they've done and the sport wouldn't be where it is today without them i actually think russ i think john and gibb started it but then russ coming in was like the single biggest catalyst um and king of the list of course Oh, uh, for the gross of powerlifting um, and Taylor, Taylor, Russ, them, you can put them in there. And, and Taylor had said some nice things to me a couple months ago. And uh, just cause he's been one of those guys that I've known since dude, I met him. I, I used to call him Neo. Like it was, I think it was like, I met him at the Arnold. I met him at nationals, but I saw him at the Arnold and I was friends with like all the, all the De Novo people. And Taylor, I was like, hey, what's up, Taylor? Like, this is my, my, my man Neo here, because he had this jack, this like sleek black jacket on, <laughs> this windbreaker or whatever. So I used to call Neo and his hair, his hair was like perfect, like literally defies physics. And and Taylor's just been one of those guys who has been relevant and on top since then. And you know, him and Russ will always be like uh sort of they could relate in that front where they both have been like sort of dominating their class for many, many years. Um, and I don't think that, I don't think, I, I think like, for example, when Russ says I'm the, I, I generally think I'm the hardest worker. If you're on fucking top, you should think that Bob should think he's the hardest fucking worker. Um, you know, Keenan should think he's the hardest fucking worker. Uh, Jesus, whoever, whoever it is, you know, Ashton, I know Ashton's on like a fucking, he's mad now. He, Ashton's pissed off. Ashton's like, hell no, I'm coming, motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Dallas Cowboys just scored, by the way. Um, <laughs> you know, I, 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 uh, I, 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 I don't see, I don't see Russ saying that as a, as a, as shitting on anyone else. I, I, I think a lot of lifters have to, have, like, you have to cause overload and muscle damage to get stronger. Like, Everybody has to go through that in order to improve. 
And, you know, he might say something like that, like a Kobe would say, or like a LeBron would say, and it will just trigger a lot of people. But see, in basketball, we got, we got like how many games a week? Two, three games. You're playing how many games a week? Two, three games a week, four games a week, whatever. You just move on to the next thing. It's a new topic. It's whatever. Powerlifting, we don't have too much going on all the time. So we got all the, any little thing that said gets picked up. Russ can make a fucking tweet about, you know, toilet paper and Sports Center picks it up. And now Powerlifting's talking about it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. it's like, what the fuck is going on? So, you know, I, um, I also think that, uh, certain, entities might see that there might be a buck or two to be made off trying to get engagement through Russell, um, trying to get him riled up or something. And, and, you know, we're very aware of that. And we know that we like, anytime you get negativity, you have to understand, like, like if Taylor said something about Russ, I would listen to that and say, okay, Taylor, what do, what do you have to say about Russ? Oh, damn. Like, really? Is that what you feel? I'd be like, okay, like I respect you, Taylor. Like, if if this is what if this is what you're feeling, then then you know I'm I'm gonna listen to it a little bit more than like a random guy with no profile picture in the comments of King of the List. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Like Taylor's been there from day one. He knows what it's like to put in the work. He's been, traveled the world. He's competed against whoever. Um, I actually think whoever challenges Taylor next at the head up, not with points, like head yeah. up, like straight up in his weight class if it happens um it could happen i'm thinking of a couple guys uh, a couple young juniors i have we'll see i don't know i don't know how long taylor wants to keep going maybe another 10 years of taylor which got let's how much more <laughs> i know i know you don't need to be doing this anymore he, he's like i've done everything there is to do but um him and him and russ could could have left like years ago like they could just have called it you know um but this is now it's like fun and it's extra credit in my opinion. Like right. I feel, I feel like, I feel like, you know, Sheffy and then we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But anyway, I think the next person to really, I mean, look at what's happening with Russ, all these guys trying to call out Russ, people are going to watch that. All these people trying to like, if somebody does actually get within range of Taylor, that's going to be something to look at. And that's going to head be, up. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's going to be head crazy, up dude. head yeah. to head. Yes, that would somebody, be phenomenal. That would be insane. We need that, right? Um, if the big boys, the big heavyweights, going at it, that's going to be a good one. Um, you know, I'm heavily invested in the 105s. You know, obviously, like I love that weight class. It's like my weight class, the 110s too. Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Um, we'll see what Mikey can put together. Uh, if he competes this year, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, people seem to forget about Mikey Davis. Shout out to Mikey Davis. He's still in the mix. We 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 actually just did um a procedure to help with some injuries. Uh and he's feeling amazing now and you know, as long as we can pace ourselves. Mikey's thing has always been he's so strong. He gets so strong so fast, his joints just can't keep up. And he has a lot of injuries from like equip lifting. And it's just like we're, we're like I I don't even know what 100% Mikey looks like. I feel like it will be, you know what I'm saying? So can't count him out. He's very jacked. Let me He's ask you a smart. question. Let me ask a question while we're on the topic. Um, Cause I don't want to forget. And it's a couple no things worries, I no want to make sure I got from you. Him, Keiko are not yet signed up for PA Nats. We're not past the cutoff. Are we anticipating waiting for a possible Sheffield invite? Wait to see if it comes, go that route. If it doesn't, We'll we'll probably see him at PA Nats. Is that what why we're not seeing him on the roster yet? 
I have to think about this one. Um, so you could start with if to start your sentence if you want to put it. <laughs> well, I will say this. I can't say who. I threw out Keiko as a 220 because I think that would be fun just for me to see as a coach. Like, oh, it's not cut and send him full send it. Big, 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 big bench. Let's see what happens. Yeah. What's going to happen to a squad? Is he going to have that, you know, insane 50 kilos added to the total? Like, Russ not cutting. Like, that will be – that's so fun, you know, to think about. Um, but I will say that, in my opinion, I don't want to speak for Keiko, but – uh, I do think that we've been going hard for a long time. And if he didn't get into Sheffield, then we will probably just take a week, a year off and just try the next round. Um, uh, as much as I would love him to do 220, I don't, I don't know if he wants to do that. Um, like what is in it for us? Like, what do we, what do we like? Sheffield like a, is it like world? There's nothing like worlds. There's nothing. I I I know people are people that haven't been to worlds love shitting on worlds, but like Ryan, you know what it's like. Like it's so fun. Like it's it's um it's unlike anything. And I think that people should try to go to it at least. Uh, you know, Arian knows it's fun, man. You travel, you're with like-minded people, you meet people from all over the world, and it's exciting. And it's it's uh you know it's it's can be stressful, but it's very rewarding. And I think Keiko really enjoys that. And he is, he is up there. At, he is a global level threat. Like he is a world level competitor. And I think that's where he belongs. Um, so as for Mikey, I get the impression that if Mikey didn't get to rematch Emil, which I think would be a huge like missed opportunity. Um, that was, the, that was such a close battle and they, they went back and forth. Like, First place, first place, first place, first place, like a lot that meet. And it would just be like a crime not to run that back. It's like if you have a fight, right? And you have like the champ and it's so close, right? You got to run it back, man. You got to run it back. You know what I'm saying? So, but so granted, Emil was, Emil was the champ and he won. And I'll, and I'll be honest, uh, it was very hard on, I know Mikey took it pretty hard. I took it hard too. Because I had been with Mikey for so long, and to get that close, and to push Emil to hit a PR, yeah. I'm like, hey, anytime you got to push your competition to go outside of what they do, and have to execute, he did it, man. All credit to him. It was an amazing battle, and um, I can't be mad at that. I mean, I tell people, I, I, there's a few times, I, and I, I felt, I felt this against Gibbs. I remember looking at John after he went nine for nine. And I saw how hard his third pole was, and he was done. He was yeah. done. His body was done. He had nothing left. And he just looks at me, and he's like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I didn't have anything else. Like, that was it. And I think maybe in his mind, he wanted it to be higher, and he thought because he didn't go so high, we lose now. And then I said, hey, man. In my mind, I was like, I'm really proud of John. We went all the way over here. We're going against a killer. We did everything that we could. And that now it's Gibbs' turn to pull, and I know he hit 727 in the gym, and if he can hit the 722, like, we just lose. And I said, I can't be mad at it, man. We've got to try again next time. And then Gibbs went up, 
then they'd lock it out and we won. And I couldn't believe I looked up and I was like, there's someone looking out for me, man. Like, I didn't think, I didn't think we had, like, I, I didn't know. I knew cause I knew Gibbs could do that, but, um, and that kind of reminded me of Mikey. It was like the opposite though. It was like the opposite. Like this time he did get it. And as a coach, it's like, those are the ones that it just, it, it sucked because I was at nationals. I was at nationals and I was what and I had Tina had the laptop and I'm like watching Mikey and then I have the flight behind me right going literally like we're warming up the girls I'm watching the screen and then that that happens and I feel I I literally felt so bad like I just felt so sad for Mikey and I had to just like stomach all of it and like all right Martha's lifting now I gotta think about that you know yeah. like I can't I can't I gotta just move on um next play you know, it's like next play. Like you turn the ball over, fucking sucks. It fucking sucks because that's just your team, right? But gotta move. On. Like that's it. Forget you got. You can't stay emotional on that. You gotta move on because there's shit that has to be done still. You know. So it's like when Russ hits a big squat at a meet and everybody wants to like take pictures. It's like, brother, we got a bench in Dallas still. Like, yeah, it ain't back. over. Same yeah. celebration. It's hard with him because. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say with Mikey though, he does have an opportunity to rematch a oh. mill at Sheffield or worlds. If he goes to PA Nats. Yeah. So, so revenge is I, around the corner. Um, or redemption or I have, I have to, there's a lifter. Uh, Arian, do you have the roster for that meet? I'm pulling up right now. PA Nats. Could you DM it to me? Or the chat? I got, I got it up right now. Yeah, if you could show me that there is a there is a 105 that I am actually um there is a lifter that I'm so I mean there's Justin, Justin Rogers, Rogers yeah. Captain America Justin Rogers didn't he just do bench uh yeah. something bench yeah he's strong and he's stronger than his previous because I remember he was in the military he was taking time off doing things he talked me in DMs a little and um the last he had competed he just like on a whim threw some stuff together and and went in, but hadn't deadlifted much, started squatting a little, but his top end is a lot more than his last meet. He'll so, be good. so PA Nats is when? February what? Uh, 24 the, through 26. 24, yeah. March, April, May, June. So we've got like a couple months for that one. Um, yeah, for Mikey, um, I think Mikey would not be opposed to trying 110, but also, Brian, now that you bring that up, I have not presented that to him. I have not said to him, hey, man, like, look, like, we could do, well, we'll see, would, would Emil do Worlds? Emil, Emil Norling is is for sure going to go to Worlds. Like, that's what they, Sweden is all in, right? Like, uh, these, the Swedes are going to go to Worlds. So Emil, Emil will do Sheffield, and then he'll do Worlds. And he'll be there. Uh, that does sound very fun. And Atoli um, will be back our... full charge this time oh, too. Oh boy! Like like Event... like the real Anatoly, not the. I want to call. I just want to like see him take a safe third squat and see what he's totals at, and he just might be a beast, man. Like I feel like Anatoly is like. It looked like he had a he had a bench injury um, because he went super light on bench, and I know he's hit like a he's hit like fucking mid fives or something. Um, yeah. and he's, he's just insane to me. 
when he moved up a weight class, I was like, oh my God, this guy's going to lift the world. <laughs> He's so exciting. Um, but uh, yeah, man, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, opportunities for Mikey. I think we could, I, I have to run that by him. Um, I'm leaning towards, uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like him being in the mix at at uh, in Memphis would be really fun. Um, but I also think that like he got so damn close to being a world champion. He's got to He's gonna. That's gonna eat him, and that he's got to do it. Like he's gonna be like, "Fuck, Joey, I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta get it once. I gotta try to get it once, man." And and, and I then think, Sheffield Cubs. Like here's the oh, thing. Like oh boy, here's the thing. In um. Like to your point, Anatoly in 2021 hit 936 or whatever. 2022, obviously, war in Ukraine. So, I mean, his total went way down and obviously for obvious reasons. But if he had kept pace from 930s in 2021 to 940s or 50s in 2022, we're talking Anatoly's like up there with the with the boys in the USAPL who are in the 210s or neither really under 105. Like he's up there with those felts. Like I'm Anatoly full it. steam. Imagine if Anatoly was like 248 pounds and cut to 110. He's, wow. in the squad I mean, he's pretty thick. And he's he's going to bench like 550 and he's going to pull like 750. <laughs> he, look, he's already pretty thick. I don't know if he's going to go 110. But... Does he cut? Um, no. no, I'm just he saying it's, it's it's a fun thing to think about. Right. right. Do the, but what I'm saying for, for Michael Davis, what if, if he, he shows up at Worlds, if he shows up at Worlds, he's got in, he's got a meal one more time, and he's got a comebacking in Anatoly, who hopefully is conditioned because at Euros he wasn't. If Anatoly's back to being one hundred, Michael Davis can go for a world title against the mill against Anatoly, and let's see how the story ends. I think I think Anatoly, if he did go one ten, I think he could do like nine fifty five, like full power, like everything bulked out of his mind, um, which puts him right up there, man. And I actually, when I was in Korea, I asked Keenan and I said, do you think that, hold on. I said, do you think that one day, like, I don't remember the exact context, but I was like, the goal is like a thousand kg, right? Like that, like you have to believe that it's possible. And he was like, he's, he said, I think he said something like, it's inevitable. Like, I feel like it's inevitable. Or I feel like it's like, that's, he went that's Thanos on you. He went Thanos on me, man. And I was like. <laughs> And I love honestly Keenan's great. I really enjoy talking to Keenan, even just like hearing him um like when we do like coach talk and like hearing him talk about it. He's he's really smart. He knows what he's talking about. Um, you know, and it definitely shows in his lifting. He he's a great dude. And I told him, uh, Keenan, I don't know if you're listening, but I said, Keenan, you could be a pillar uh in the, you know, in the in the Asian community because you know it's a very I mean, I, I would imagine that in South Korea or just like a- anywhere that like powerlifting is not necessarily like the cultural normal thing to do. Like, whereas like in Europe, like, you know, weightlifting, something with strength, something, you know, something like that. That's that's what they're going to do. And I said, you could be that guy. Like, you could be that pillar over there. Um, you know, and I was telling uh, Julia, she's like kind of like his agent almost. And I was like, Julia, like, you got to like, he got to do this, 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 this. Like, he could be this. He could be that. So, you know, and he's being a lot more active on social media and that's really cool to see. Um, But yeah, he's a great dude. He's, you know, like I said, man, like I'm a fan of the sport too. I might like, you know what I mean? Like 
Like me and Arian, we can't go commenting on certain people's lists because people be like, oh, look at the Johnny trying to poach somebody. So we just got to be quiet. But when I come on here, I can say like, hey, I'm a fan of these lifters. And, and you know, I really, I want to see, I want to see it just take it, take off, man. I just want to see everything pushed to another level. So that's another thing. Going back to the Russ Taylor villain thing. It's like they can be villains, but you guys got to understand that like what they're doing it benefits everyone. It helps the whole sport. It helps all of us. So, like, they could leave. Russ could do bodybuilding and just do fitness. He doesn't have to do this. He'll fit right in right there. He'd probably pop off more, right? He'd probably have a bigger following if he just focused on that and didn't compete. Um, I don't know that, actually. I'm just saying. It could like, happen, though. It, like, he could do that. So, is that what we want? How boring would it be? Like, come on. Uh, this, you know? is what, like, this is it. This is where I don't get. Well, first off, just to double back, Ashton was just on the podcast. He said <clears throat> he's going to do a thousand kilos. Keenan was on the podcast before him. And to echo your sentiments, super nice guy. Both those guys are going to clash at Megan. I love, they're both amazing. They're both yeah. like hella respectful gentlemen. Like I, you know, they, they, you know, you need some, whatever those guys need, man. They, they, it was really, I enjoy like, I got to sit down and eat with both of them many times. I mean, I've known fucking Ashton forever. Like I just, you know, it's, it's different, but Keenan was a great dude. And it's always like the big strong dudes that are just, they're just chill. Like they have, you know, they, they know, they know what they're capable of. They don't need to be, they don't need to put on a front or anything. You know what I mean? So, you but, know, but speaking I, of like Russ and Taylor, to your point, if we lost them, like, think about this. If Russ goes back, if, man, if someone just back. doof, takes Russ, pulls him out and takes him out of the sport. Like am I, it's crazy to me. Do people not know how, how awesome it is to have Russ or even Taylor when Taylor goes off and he's come on the podcast and gone off. And then those clips, we drop them. If you take, if you take Russ, like Bob, and one other person out, take them out. They're just not in USA PL anymore. Uh, it's, 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 <laughs> tough. it's not good. You don't want it's to not good. People. Yeah, Keenan, Keenan. I mean, but see, like I like we know Keenan, right? We know Ashton. Uh, Bob was actually like a. He did like. I remember he did some crazy videos before he was in powerlifting, oh. right? Um, so it was cool to see him make the transition uh, and actually be like very good. Um, but like I feel like USAPL is like in a very important like transitory period. One thing that USAPL has that's great is the collegiate circuit. That's like they do that really well, and that's like a super amazing thing. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw, but there's someone who started a petition because they couldn't get into collegiates. Like that's how serious it is. Like I heard, they, I heard it yeah. sold out already. Yeah, like they 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 really want that. So PA needs to get on that. Whatever you got to do, PA, figure it out. Get the get that going. Right. Um, which is hard because once you're in with the school, that's it. Like, you know, uh, I'm not really sure how it works, but it's. I I hate that we split. I really do. Um, felt very strange being at nationals with like. Like I had like this infinity gauntlet with like two gems in it and all the rest of my gems were like in South Africa, you know, it was very, very weird. Um, and it just, it just felt, 
You know what I you know what I felt, guys? I don't know if I ever said this on here, and you guys could let me know. Well, I don't know, because I don't know if you guys like were there, but I don't I, I don't Arian, I don't even remember. Were you at Nash? I don't even remember if you had that. No, you weren't. You couldn't have been. You were at you had to be at Worlds at the yeah, same time, the same fucking time. Um I remember I think it was oh, I could be wrong. You tell me, Ryan. Was Gabby Martinez on here talking about how she felt after she won? Was it here? No, I can't no. It wasn't somewhere else. Maybe it wasn't Gabby. I don't know who it was, but the point is, after Russ wins nationals, I'm like, now what? There's no worlds to get ready for. There's no, like, what do we do now? Like, it's kind of like a weird feeling, you know? Whereas, like, after PA Nats, I was like, all right, guys, now I'll get ready for the next one. And you know what's after that, you know? And it was like, and what was so amazing about it, and I got to come on here soon again because stuff might change. But oh, oh, I had oh. I had this vision. Uh, I had this idea that was risky, but I felt like we could pull it off. And it was kind of nuts. And I told some lifters and I said, hey, there's some opportunities that are opening up elsewhere. And I really feel like this would be a good thing for you to pursue. And took a little bit of Italian convincing, Italian wheeling and dealing, but we got them to got them to see eye to eye, and you know we did some stuff. And uh, as you guys saw, Jesus was announced. By the way, that post, I think that's like the best post engagement wise that they've ever had. Like at that, that oh, post really? was crazy. Yeah, it's like ten thousand likes. Um, I had to maybe one with like the mountain or something, but uh, you know, it's it's. It's just a good feeling when when you take a bet, you bet on yourself, you bet on your people, and it pays off, man. It's one of those. Well, well hang it, on a sec. What were you? What were you hinted at before, though? Before we get off, what, where were we going with uh, this? Where, you were talking no, about. I just I'm happy that Delaney got in the Sheffield, and Delaney is a good example because. I said, hey, man, and this is the benefit. Like, I coach Russ, too, right? So I know what Russ is going to do. And I'm like, hey, man, Russ is, like, very certain he's not doing IPF right now. He might come back uh, if there's something interesting. Something interesting. He might or come back. I don't know. Know. <laughs> yeah, man, that what is happening? What if they don't know, let him back? Few, I got a feeling in a few months, we're going to be looking back at this, and everyone will be like, make sure you look at the video version of that podcast. Because <laughs> 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 Joey Joey's was winking. Joey's winking and nudging. And... So hold on. Taylor, Taylor's post has 6,500 likes. Jesus' post has like 9,000 something. And that's crazy to me, right? Taylor's obviously Jessica 3200, you know, and I look at, I mean, we got Brian, we got to care about this stuff, right? As much as I fucking hate it, man, we got to pay attention to these things. Hate it a lot. Agatha, Agatha popped off. Um, Emil's world's post was pretty good. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, I just like, I, again, Delaney could have gone to worlds and lost. And then like, now he's not in, you know, now he's not in one federation and now it gets nothing. And he just went across the world. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, so it's just, it's just one of those things where we took a bet and he got in. I mean, we know Amanda was going to get in, uh, Jesus getting in is amazing. And I just like, it's just, I don't know if you guys know, but Jesus was bringing everybody. 
he's bringing like his whole family. Like he's, he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's bringing everybody. Like it's, you know, it's, uh, this is not a joke. <laughs> like this is going to be crazy. So, uh, I'm just going back on the SPD page, trying to find a post that they've posted in the last months that beat the Jesus post. And I, and I'm yet to find it. Um, I've reached the strongman section. So perhaps here, but anyway, the point is power things growing. There's a community for it. There is a niche for it. It has potential. Um, I'm excited where things are going. And I mean, even just looking at the girls like Jessica, Agatha, how I don't know if there's anybody else. Have they announced anyone else for that? Or is it just them two? I think it's just them two right now, right? For the women's side? Yeah. Yeah, because they just announced Krastov. Yeah, Emil was the last Emil Krastov in the 93s. How many, how many um you guys want to happen to know how many wild cards were missing, would you? I forget off the top of my head which side is four, which side is five. We'd have to go through it. Yeah. Um, oh, so there's still a lot. That's nine. Yeah, and they've done some of them. So, yeah, there's still, especially for the uh, men's side, I feel like a lot more is up in the air. I think the the side, there's more options. I mean, Leah's got to be getting one. Let's let's be honest here. I, I, well, let's, let's get spicy on the podcast since we're here. Um me personally, how's it going, Leah? Joey here. Nice to see you or hear you or <laughs> digitally see you. Um, me personally, I see if if Leah gets in, I totally understand why and I understand how things work. And not everybody is gonna get that, but I do. Um and there are other people that were in Leah's situation that had the same opportunities that could not put it together. Um, so what do you guys think? Do you guys, and Arian, just pretend, just don't be biased at all. I know that's impossible. But like, what do you, do you guys think that based on what Leah has, you know, performance wise, obviously she's very, very strong and she can't, she she belongs there. Um, but if we're going on the criteria of, you know, worlds, you know, for her to get another chance at another meet, um, and this is just reading the internet, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what do we think about that? Do you guys think Leah should be in? Do you think she's too prominent of an entity to where if if she wasn't in at a tournament like this, it would be um, sort of a miss uh, from the Federation side, from the sponsor side, from exactly whoever's that. running it, right? You think, go ahead, Ryan, tell me, tell me what you think. So straight up, I could steal man the case for you right now. Um, Leah holds, it's all based off of world records, Sheffield, for anyone listening, I know you know the joy, but for anyone listening, mm-hmm. uh, a reminder, it's based off of world records. So you win by not the percentage, dots. not dots, not, dots, not <laughs> IGL points. So you win by the percentage of the world record by the percentage that you break it. Leah Bavwa owns the 63 as well as the 69 and to hold an event based off of world records when she holds two in two different weight classes would be very awkward. Is there any t- girl that has both like that right now? Both. Do we know of any girl that has both right now? Aaron. Has the world record total in two weight classes? Yes. Not in the IPF. Okay, that's all I just wanted to emphasize. Go ahead, Ryan. Okay, and on top of that, let me further steel man this by the star power she brings to lose that star power would be incredibly impactful. I mean, incredibly impactful. So not only does she have the resume with having won world titles, international titles, 
pass that test to be able to lift at an international level. And we all know how tough international level is, but also having the two world records and two weight classes. So when you show up and you're talking, they're going for the record and it's Leah's and she's not there. It's awkward. And then in terms of star power, Leah Babwa drops a post and you can see how many likes and engagement she has. She's a star. 200,000 fucking likes on the on the world record pin post on her page. This is what I'm saying. She <laughs> she she that's that's that I mean I don't even know. She's like, a megastar. My friend. Yeah, yeah, Leah yeah, Babwa's yeah. star power. I I know it's it's difficult cuz she's not American so some people in the US might not realize she's no, fucking I, I know, huge. I know. You yeah. know, I know you know but like yeah, other people yeah, yeah. I think other people forget. Other people don't realize how fucking impactful Leah Babwa is and the drawing power she brings. And um, not only she hits on all, she's like Russ. Russ is in Leah Babwa, like a beautiful girl who could, is literally a poster girl as well. Like she, she's yeah. a marketer's dream, a brand's Again. dream, also talented. Also, Ryan, Ryan, this, she, this, she's got an autobiography out for God's sake. Ryan, her life story, her with the autistic background is so inspirational, dude. It's it's got to be me about it. This is this is so you understand that, and I know you were in showbiz. Um, yes, sir. Not to get too personal, but my my family. I'm in. I'm from Los Angeles. My family was very much in showbiz. Uh, like you know, behind me, not me, like you told me. Yeah. You told yeah. me your mom, right? That was, yeah. You told she me. Was she was an ace Yeah. She was an ace yeah, yeah. She did other things too. Um, but I'll just leave it at that. But so, okay. Russ, he's got the smile. He's got the body pause. He's all American. He looks great. He could talk on camera. He's a good people person. I've been with him at, with him all over the world. I've been with him with, I've been with him at meet and greets, everything. I see how he handles the kids. He's fucking amazing. He would be, if, 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 I'm, if I'm coming to Fox, if I'm coming to ESPN, he's a, he, he can't lose with this guy, man. He's gonna, he's a, he's gonna be nuts, you know? Um, Jessica, again, she's got the look. She's, she's, she's active in her story. She talks more. She's being more social. She has a good sense of humor. You know, she's great. She looks like if she dressed as casual, you would not know that she's fucking ripping 550 off the ground like that you know what i'm saying like like she's 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 got the package leah same thing like these these are the lifters like as much as power lifters like like you gotta be you gotta be able to get on the mic and control the room sometimes you know what i'm saying and not all power let's be honest not all power lifters have that and there's like you could have three guys in a weight class that are all super strong and they have decent followings, but the guy, the guy who engages the audience, who's funny, who's got the charisma, who's got all those things, he's going to pop up, right? And it, it is what it is. And I don't know why in this sport people frown upon that. Let's take Weez for an example. Weez is young. He's 21 years old. Like, I linked up with him. Russ saw something in this man, and we started building this guy. And he and he took it, and he embraced social media. He's in tune with the kids, and he brings so many new kids to the sport, right? And he tries things different. And he cares about his fashion and he's doing all these things. And, um, you know, he's doing the things that we need. Like powerlifting needs influencers. We fucking need them, man. And it's amazing to me that Jessica and Leah, who, I mean, I'm sure they, they don't have a guy following them in the room with the camera, like recording their YouTube videos and editing them. Right. Um, so to have the following that they have, that's very compelling. Those are the things that we need in the sport. 
So we need to encourage those things. And if there's any new lifters getting into the sport that already have big followings that happen to be decently strong, trying out powerlifting, maybe we should embrace those people instead of pushing those people away. And I don't under, and I don't understand why people don't see the bigger picture. Um, kind of going back to what we were talking about, Arian, what do you think? You think Ryan pretty much like handled it? Or can you see a reason for why Leah probably shouldn't get in? Yeah, and I was I'm going. Just playing, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I think, I think Leah. I think I like Leah. So yeah, go ahead. I, I like doing that too. Steel manning the opposite argument. Just yeah, you gotta, it. you gotta. Yeah, just to see like kind of both sides. Oh, I went back and looked. It's four total spots on the women's side, five total spots on the men's side. So you have four spots. They already said Agata. You know that was the closest battle at Worlds. Most likely, like Jad Jacob's going to get in. That was the next closest battle at Worlds. So then from there, it's like, who do you go with? Because there weren't other battles. Like the 84 plus, Bonica was pretty far ahead. 84s, Amanda was pretty far ahead. You know, uh, exactly. uh, so Tiff, you Tiff in the 47s was pretty far ahead. Um, 52s, Noemi was pretty far ahead. So then you have to say, okay, do you take like a Meg Scanlon, who was the world champ in the 63s when Leah didn't make weight? Or you take like a legacy person like Kimberly Wofford, who's won like, you know, the most world titles and multiple weight classes or whatever. Or you have to look outside. So I think the best move is look outside. You take a Carlina who has the world record total and is from an underrepresented region. 600K. And then you take Leah who has the world record total in two weight classes. And I looked it up. Like uh, Jess has like 270,000 followers. Amanda has like 190,000. And Leah has 150,000. We're bringing like millions of followers. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. I I wasn't sure what they were looking for. Like, are you guys going to go on clout? Are you guys going to go on merit? Are you guys going to go on a combination of both? Are you guys going to go on like seniority with the company? Like, what do you you know? What is the metric? Um, and, they probably know, looked at more. Than, they probably looked I, at more than one metric and said, "Okay, which one do we think is going to be the best?" Well, also, like if you do this wrong, like I can think of a lifter right now that if they take, people are going to be like they're going to they're going to burn some shit down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying because and I ha- and I heard a lifter say this um shout out to Sonita. She was she said something like something like certain countries getting many tries to get in to Sheffield. Um and and would those tries be considered? Uh so that's like a that's like a weird thing like I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, at the end of the day, if it's for the betterment of the sport and it's a net net win for everyone. It's uh, like a it's like know, college so it's like college football when they're always trying to figure out who to put in the playoffs and who's gonna be the one out and everyone arguing about it. But also it happens every year. So if you don't if you're on the bubble and you don't make it in, you got the following year and you gotta do better. You know, if, if Leah let's say Leah doesn't get in, like we're all pretty certain she gets in, but let's say Leah doesn't get in. Well, then next year you have to make weight. You have to win worlds. You have to break that world record title. And it would set a it would set a precedent like, hey, like you didn't do it where it counted. Um, but there could be other lifters that may or may not get in that were not at worlds, and then that's going to be like, okay, well then what are we going off of? Like, what are we doing? Are we just doing any IPF meet? Can we just do a local meet? But that's um, why they have the multiple tiers. So if you want to get your spot, you win worlds, you're within 5%, you guarantee that spot. From yes. there, you're no longer guaranteed. It's it's however they want to choose, and that's your your fault. It's not really a fault, but it's your fault for not, you know, hitting the guaranteed spot. Um yeah, you take a fault 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 is like fault. It's not the right word. 
Is but, it but not the right word though? In terms I mean, of you're responsible for a lot. And it, but I mean, if you're not strong enough, I guess it's not your fault. But, in terms um, of meritocracy, the way they set it up with win worlds, 95% straight up. There's no debating. No one can take it from you. Just do that. It's yours. That's an entire meritocracy in place. Beyond that, that's what world wild card is, is you're going to get a little wild. Let's see who makes a good matchup now. So what they'll do is who, who plays based off of meritocracy. Now who's an accompanying wild card to make it interesting. Well, Jess won a meritocracy. Agatha is an obvious wild card to accompany that meritocracy. Jad, Joy. Carlina in there. They obvious. gotta get So Carlina that's why Carlina is, is a really good pick. We'll see. Because the, the reason well, why I think you have to get her in there, because if both of those girls go ahead of Agatha and Jessica and neither of them go over 600 kg, that's the only thing people are going to talk about because there's a girl that exists that did it. You know what I'm saying? So you go have them go head up and you just, I mean, I'm going to be losing my shit. I'm going to be literally coaching. I'm going to be like, wait, hold on. I got to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing like three coaches with me. I'm going to be like, guys, give me two seconds. It, give me it's two like seconds. Whenever, uh, it's like whenever Ray did like a thousand pounds at nationals or did Everybody like 90 kilos. Stop what they're doing. It's like, yeah, I'm there to coach, but you also want to witness history. On the side. Dude, I remember that, Arian. I remember that. I was in the back room. I was with Sumner and Grant Higa. And I was like, I'm going to go watch this right now. I watched it on the screen and I knew he was going to do it. And it was just the energy. That was the first prime time ever. That was fucking great, man. Did you watch we, it live? You guys watched it I was live, there. live we in were person? There. Yeah, we Fuck, were there. I watched it on the stream. Yeah, no, I was I was right there and I and I just Dude, I'm telling you, man, it's not the same when Ray's not there. He's just always at the meets. He's just always been at every Arnold I've I've been at almost, I think pretty much. Um you know, and just seeing him there, like always warming up over in the corner with Matt Garrett's like a billion reds on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just you gotta have Ray there. It's just fucking bring him for no reason. You know, it's like he's just he's just like he's super respectable, big lovable dude. You know, we love him. Ray's the best, man. Ray's a, Ray, I'll never you know, people wanna cause shit with him and Jesus, and I was like, Nope, I respect Ray. I don't hate Ray at all. I love Ray. I think Ray paved the way for us. Ray was the reason people watched the Supers for the longest time. Yeah. And then when we had um, when we had Jezza, Jezza and Kelly, that was a very exciting too, time too. Um, uh, you know, to your point Jezza's about training. ESPN, he made ESPN not just the Instagram, but like the real ESPN when he squatted it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, made all was... over worldwide news. People forget he broke into the mainstream. I was showing up at work. Big people Ray. had no idea about powerlifting. We're like, some guy squatted a thousand pounds. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. How did you find out? They're like, it's on the news now. Like, oh shit. It Let's was... see what happens. Let's see what happens when his when Jesus does what he what I know he can do. Um Jesus' deadlift is getting disgusting. Dude, Jesus was it's on here. Disgusting. And Jesus said, gas me up. Steel man this argument for me, if you will. Jesus is on here saying, I know it sounds crazy, but I think I could do a couple things in 2023. I think A, I can beat Taylor Atwood in Sheffield. And B, I could become the number one super heavyweight tested or untested. I could do both of those. And I was like, holy fuck. I started crunching some numbers. And um, depending on what Taylor does, like maybe Taylor's 820, which is insane for a 74. But if he's 820, what what does, you know, if you start crunching. What's Taylor's crazy? best when he weighed like one pound over? 
Oh, no, no. It was at a local in Florida. He hit something crazy. It was right after COVID. But he beat that at Nationals, the 838.5. 838.5 is the biggie. With the, at 74, yeah. Was that? But then he, but then he did 790 at World, so it's like, where are you going to fall between 790 yeah, and 790 was He slept walked through that. Are, are we assuming he can't do 840? Like, he might. That's the thing. We don't well, know what might, kind of yeah. Taylor... We don't know what kind of Taylor we're going to get. I don't know. I mean, Arian would probably know, like, is he healthy? Is he injured? Like, I don't know. He's got, you know, other shit going on. I could ask Delaney. I know they hang out all the time. (laughs) Um, But uh, I don't know, man. I just know that, like, Taylor, Taylor's world record is what? 790.5. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So it's like, so so that's the two factors is one, like, for all these people, can they come in healthy? And then two is like, what does he need to win? Like, why go 840 when you can win with 820? 790 what? 0.5. 790.5. Here's the thing. He's got to finish before Jesus. So, like, I know you're pointy area and we're like, you know, you don't have to break the record by too much or whatever, but Jesus is coming after him. So it might be. It it depends. You have to calc. You'd have to calculate like okay, like how big of a jump can the other person handle, and then you know you put your deadlift high enough where they have to take honestly. Jesus's deadlift is like unlimited. What's the (laughs) world? What's the world record uh, super heavyweight total right now? Eleven. What's it's it's uh it's raised, but it's like just less than what Jesus did at nationals. 11 no more isn't it just more no, he, his more is is his american record because it wasn't at an international oh meet. shit okay. uh, 1105 in uh, columbus 2017 um yeah let's crunch some numbers right now who would what 1105 does 1105 times five i'm just gonna add five percent and see what we could do to be. we could do a mediocre 820 for taylor and then we could do an 840 for taylor because, has to do if has this has to do like um I think it's 1160. 60 times 2.2046. Yeah, I mean, 1160, uh, if you're doing the 5%. Yeah, let's just say, because 830, I think, is like, it's a really high total for Taylor, but it's yeah. also, like, not over his best. It's, like, just, like, reasonable. Like, if he does 840, fuck, we got to do more. But 1160 and then times 2.2046. So Jesus have to do twenty five fifty seven, which if Taylor beats that, I don't even fuck. Like I'm just like, dude, I, dude, like, come on, like these are barriers are being broken, man. Like what's going on here? So let's break it down. You know, from my perspective, let's just go. Let's just say, you know, let's go thousand thirty. Let's go six oh six, and let's go. Um, actually, you know what? Minus what did I say? Twenty five five seven nine twenty one. It is possible. It's very possible because he might because he might be able to pull nine fifty. I'm not. Jo- I'm fucking not joking. Go look at his nine ten. I'm not joking. I'm really not. I'm not like trying to. No, be I funny. seen. I seen. I reposted. Yeah. It, it, it was. It was crazy. Now yeah, he hadn't the, squat and benched yet, but still, he's not cutting weight. Obviously, so like yeah. that helps the super heavyweight man. There's no weight cutting. No. Dude, none I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you right now. If if Jesus squats low thousands and we bench that six oh six, nobody's fucking safe. Nobody. Don't sleep on Keiko though. Don't sleep on Keiko. What's the world record total? Eight sixty-eight. Is it? Uh, eight seventy-eight point five. Eight seventy-eight. Okay. He's already hit more. He's already hit eight ninety-two point five. Sorry, go ahead, Aaron. Uh, he's hit eight ninety-two point five already, Keiko. So if if um, but five like five percent do- for Keiko is nine twenty-two. So if like Jesus and Taylor are five percent above, 
That's big. I think Taylor. Kaka. I think Taylor. I mean, I think nine zero seven five is like hundred percent gonna be there for Keiko. Oh, that's huge. Um, I don't know about. I mean, we gotta see. Like honestly, I haven't pushed Keiko all the way, and I these are these are decisions that I will ask them in the moment. I say, hey, like it's gonna be like Taylor's gonna go, and then immediately I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like Delaney, like this is what you need to pull. Like, do you want to pull that or do you want to secure this? Boom, we'll do that. Next person, like Keiko, I'm probably going to send the other coaches to talk to them and I'll, we'll just do one at a time. And I'll say, like, Keiko, like, look, if you pull this, you win this, 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 and this. But here's the thing. Like, what does Keiko want more? Does he want to get that revenge or does he want to go for it all? You know what I'm saying? Like, it and, depends. and can we do both? You and might do both. Other, right? How, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If Taylor doesn't do 838.5 or or whatever the hell, if Taylor's total comes down a little, it's still superhuman total of like 820 yeah. range. It's 820 range, but it's superhuman, but not God level. Like 838's God level. If it's superhuman, 820, well, Keiko's God, or uh, God, Keiko's superhuman too. So he doesn't have to do 820 something. Now he just has to do 820 something. I think because, something. Ta- because Taylor's going first, I think he's got to empty the tank. And I mean, he would agree, empty the tank, leave it all on the platform. Um, because there's going to be uh, all the bigger guys. Like, this is what's fucking weird about this is like, everybody's going to be going after him. And like, I will have, I will have to have all the math done before and just assume a big total and then like readjust that down. And I'll have multiple people doing the math there. Um, so that I just get to, I just have to watch the lift and do the math. Um, so it, th- th- those are one of the things that, you know, I need, I just need to know, like, Hey, what does Keiko need to win? Uh, and like two options, win your class, get that back da 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 da, da or become the champion of champions. And we then should after also, that, I, 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 should, I, sh- I should just go throw ahead. out there. This is if Keiko gets wild card invite, just so no one gets <laughs> yeah, lost yeah, in the yeah, sauce. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, go ahead. I just had to throw that out there so people don't get yeah. involved. I was also going to say this. I was well, also gonna say in this what if he could try and like you know win Sheffield or do the placing for Sheffield, and that would also potentially get him on the team for Worlds, wait, wait, and on, then on, he can on, do on, the on, weight on, class on, thing on, at Worlds. On, 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 on. Yeah. Question, question. If Keiko, if. if Keiko does PA Nats and hits a mo- a nine hundred kg total, does that count as a world record, or is that just gonna be a national record? Just a national record. See, but in Euros and stuff, I think you can do, I don't know. But that's you can Europeans. do world records at Euros. You can do world know, records at Euros. Well, but you can do world records over there, though. That's the thing. So. But that's but, Europeans. But, not That's not uh, British nationals. But we have you, North Americans. Yeah. You can go to Cayman Islands and hit 900 kilos. I was going to say that area. See, well, see they, need, they don't ever push that to us. We just kind of worry about our own nationals. America is so, like, in our little nation, and that's right. it. Anything outside, we don't pay attention. We always send, like, the second and third tier people to, like, North Americans. Whereas, like, Europeans the top lifters go to Europeans. That's yeah. the difference. And so, I'd like that to change. I agree, man. We need we need more the, like the, the timing is tough, like June to August. And also, like, you know, Europeans are used to competing a bunch where here, you know, people are like like Bryce Lewis would compete like twice a year. He'll just do nationals and worlds, or like, you know, someone it's else another would do another 93 to worry about. Yeah. Fuck. Or people would do like nationals, Arnold World, like three times, but they're not doing like girl power, Europeans, nationals, worlds, Arnold UK. They're not just going nonstop. Point is, Jesus is it's very possible, and we're gonna push the body to the absolute limit. 
The only thing I don't like about this is that we got to get ready like March, April, May, June, like fucking right afterwards as well. So it's just but, like, but at least for Jesus, like if he goes all out at Sheffield, he can break the world record total there. He could win a Sheffield there. Then he's not going to have much competition at Worlds. You can cruise him at Worlds for the title. Although that Timur kid. I don't know, man. What if Ray goes there? We're like, oh, like, shit. Can you imagine <laughs> if, if Ray goes and they battle? So is Arian, is there a way that. peak all the time. Is there a way that Ray, because Ray is probably going to win nationals, become the national champ. Is there a way that they both go to Worlds? Yeah, possibly, because Ray could get in through winning nationals and Jesus could get in through the secondary, which is at Sheffield. And someone Just else has to how many spots. Someone else has to get pulled or someone well, else has to drop out. Someone else at nationals has to not hit the qualifying total. Like if the 59s don't hit, there's an open spot. If the 66s don't hit, there's an open spot. You know, it depends on who goes to nationals this, and who gets the spots. A very interesting conversation. This will be a very interesting conversation next year because all the totals will be capped to infinity. And like now, now it's gonna be like imagine Taylor does like not like 845 or something, and it's like, dang, can he do the 850? Are you saying cap to like get into Sheffield or to get on no, the like, torpedoes? Like, like next Sheffield, like yeah, and the and the Carpinos are gonna be like the the qualifying for national or four worlds is going to be like crazy high and then the sheffield world records are going to be pushed to oblivion i so mean like for, what's... i was just going to say for for the team they can always change the numbers they can always switch the carpino yeah, yeah, yeah. and Same also the, da the date of nationals can always switch where it's spaced out more but for sheffield yeah that would be interesting if like in in a year or two like you know two people qualify out of the 16 and everyone else just goes wild cards yeah or or like what if what if eventually nobody breaks the world records at Sheffield, and it's just who gets close enough to it. Like, let's say the totals are like, well, you're, you know, you're within five percent, but you're not over it by five percent, and that's how you're scoring. Um, yeah. I don't know, well, man. It's gonna be interesting. They could Ryan. drop the records idea and just go totally different platform. I even if they don't want calculator idea, they might be like, let's do head-to-head -head matchups only then, or whatever. They who knows? They have they they can be fluid with it anyways. But Ryan, I was gonna say for um. For Ray's local meet, he did 10-10, and the qualifier for the team is 10-13.5. So basically, he has to hit 10-15, five keys more. Matt Gary texted me and said, um, Ray's lifts. I think he did a, a pretty big squat, but I think after that, they took the foot off the gas. So 10-10 was comfortable. So I think, judging by what Matt texted me, he should be comfortably becoming a national champ. And... Fuck me. Listen, if Jesus, if Jesus, let's play the if game because it's so fucking fun. Let's, if Jesus wins Sheffield and then battles Ray at Worlds, it's a movie. What are no, we what doing? Here? Do we, want, who's, play, who's playing you? Who's playing you in this movie, Joey? That's all I want. What, what else we want is um, Ray <laughs> at Sheffield. The fucking Ray I bought. I said, yeah. what else we want, Joey, is Ray at Sheffield. Yes, that, that. I mean, we this year I feel like is going to be really good. Uh, we have a lot of exciting things to look forward to. By the way, Cowboys are up 18-0. Everybody still oh, fast coming. <laughs> now everyone knows when we're recording this. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Is that bad? No. No. Well, how does your say 18-0? Mine says 12-0. What the hell? Oh, I'm ahead then. Yeah. Uh, they just scored right now. It's about to be halftime. Um, but yeah, Ryan, is there anything like? Anything burning you want me to answer before it develops? Yeah, because you know what? 
when we were talking earlier, you're like, all right, fellas, let's try to keep this 60 minutes. And we're like two and a half hours uh, deep. Dog, we talked. And I was fucking late. Dude. We... So it's only two. It's like just hitting two hours because we started late. Uh, we started. Yeah, I have my right, time bro. at 7.38 p.m. Fuck. We talk like fucking crazy people. Dude, <laughs> Tina left to go work out like an hour and a half ago. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, she was here initially. Oh, um, I was going to ask you, going into uh, South Korea, so who hooked that up? Who paid your guys' way, et cetera? And also, because I think Tina actually heard one of the podcasts, jumped in my DMs, like, I think you got some of that wrong. So I was yeah, like, okay. So, no, it was, uh, it was the USAPL Korea guy uh, okay. who's, who's, who's in charge of their federation. Um, and he reached out to us and... I was like, hey, can we get my boy Weez in there? Can we get Russ in there? Or Russ was the one that I think they reached out to first, and Russ put in the good word for me, and then put in the good word for Weez, and then like me and Russ were thinking the same thing, like we should bring Weez too. Um, can we bring six? Brad? They did. They did. They did provide financial assistance, but I wanted a business flight, so I had to pay like the difference. Does that make sense? Well, man, I see. I thought you guys would have been in that get better today jet. Russ, well, was, dude, well, okay, hold on, hold on. Hold what's on. going on there? Hold on. No joke. Russ had some homies, and I was like, brother, everybody chips in a couple grand, we could do it. <laughs> like, Get the fuck because, out of here. Because if you do like five or eight of us and you split it, like Brad takes them all the fucking time, zoo culture. Um, and I'm like, dude, like what I paid on my ticket for my business class to Korea, like literally contribute that to like the jet and you just have everybody buy business tickets basically oh, you, you better get... slide to my dms if we're, if we're, if we're <laughs> gonna go through. listen if we're don't gonna do go brother. 90s puff daddy if Rise we're going 90s puff daddy i'm i'm coming well i see the black jet where i live the black jet is here like it's literally i see that i see it in the airport danville's area you lit up. all those guys that like i literally drive by it all the time so it's it's uh it's actually not as like astronomical because if you're going to get a business flight that's like 5x a nor- it's more than that it's like if a normal flight over there is like a thousand dollars you're going to pay like five yeah five times that uh yeah. for business but you get like unlimited food you get to go to sleep it really helps honestly it really helps like i would die like the boys like me and russ got business and we were just chilling like like it was good um i, I would do i would i would like everybody if you can uh Put it as a business expense and take it because it's Arian, you should try it seriously. Ryan, you too. If you guys are going around, like if you have good backs, if you got good lower backs, then fuck it. Sit in a chair yeah, all day. But that's right. I'm, yeah, I'm, like, I'm going to make all types of crazy demands on the IPF. No, seriously. Right? So, some, <laughs> tell them, tell them. Some guys, like when they sleep, they could just like lean back and they're just perfectly comfortable in their own like body and they just sleep like that. Me, I need to be flat or on my side. I, like sitting you, like like you know what just, leah right. just messaged me i'm going to silent worker to do commentary work i did it last year i'm gonna message her back and be like listen love yesterday's price is <laughs> not, not today's price, price my guy she goes are you talking business no love i'm talking the get better today jet it's gonna get fueled up. Okay, I'm bringing Russ. I'm bringing Joey, and the, I'm bringing Jamal Browner. Let's okay, go. get ready. We're all getting suspended. Dude. I'm totally down. I'm totally down to do it. I just don't know. Like, um, 
It feels like such a stupid thing to ask. Like, hey, Brad, like, what's good with the jet? Like, go what's ask good? Steve because he's got like big YouTuber friends and be like, like they do it. Like, what's the process? Like, how much is it? You know, da 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 da. -da. Obviously, we want to go far enough, and it has to be like worth it. And it, but I'm serious. Like, a jet is like everybody. Everybody's chipping in. It's not just like you know. It, I don't know. It, it makes it way easier when everybody's chipping in. If it, if it costs thirty grand and everybody chips in three k, I'm gonna spend five k on a business flight anyway. That's what I'm saying. Obviously, like you don't want to do that like all the time. Um, but one time, like you gotta think about this, right? Uh, and me and Tina, we fucking work our asses off. Like we like slave. And I and I thought about it the other day, and I was I've been thinking about it for a long time, and I'm like, what do we do? Like, what am I saving for? Like my house value goes up. What am I doing? Like, what do I? You know, the Model S, they just reduced the price on it by a shitload. And I'm like, oh, boy, I'm looking at that, baby. I have a Model 3 that I love. And I'm just like, what am I doing with my money? Like, you know, it's, 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 you got to experience shit sometimes. So when Ryan is like, Joey, I'm going to fucking Malta. It's going to be lit, man. You got to come down here. I'm telling Tina, I'm like, hey, can you watch the puppies for a couple of days? I'm trying to go over there because I ain't getting any younger, brother. We got to have some fun. Dude, you we're going 15K each and do getting a private ship. Yes, sir. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> 15K is a lot. That's no, a but lot. I'm just saying. No, that's I'm a just, lot. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, you know, I like when I got the business, like, for Korea, I was like, look, I've never experienced that. I'm going international. It's a super fun occasion. You know, I want, I want to be able to look back on it and have the full experience and russ is the one who kind of like sold it to me um but I, I forgot where he went i think it was like to i don't know where he went but he got it and he's like yeah you get your own pod like you get your little space and it's great you have a charger I, there you have internet it's a I, fun I thing walked through it i get ushered through real quick i'm like you know get this guy <laughs> the fuck out of here get him back with the trash real quick I, I actually was dawdling a little bit. Some guy gave me his chip bag because he thought I was going to take his trash away for him because I wouldn't. Because <laughs> you, you're a janitor. Are you a janitor, sir? And if you guys are watching <laughs> this live, when he said that, I'm making a face like, bro, like, what is happening? No, <laughs> but seriously, like, like, I don't know. It's like you got a nice suit, right? And you want to wear it like, you want to wear it like this world is special. I'm going to wear that one. I'm going to wear that special one. You know what I'm saying? It's just like one of those things. You pop open the bottle of wine that you've been saving for a special occasion, shit like that. That's all that it is, man. It's, um, you know, I don't know if Korea would ever want us back. I, it, was an it was an amazing experience. It was one of the, I think it beats, uh, Sweden 2019 was super fucking fun. But I think this beats that. I think for me, it definitely beat it. Because the the love that we got over there, it was like, <laughs> Russ ain't no villain. They love this man. <laughs> well, that's Esther, man. Esther, I've had Esther on the podcast yeah, too. She's, she's amazing. Homie, I love Esther. She loves you guys. So yeah. Dude, she she was so helpful. She was like, like my little helper me day. She just did everything. She powdered the boys. She was taking videos for me. She was putting in attempts for me. Like just literally such a help. And she was awesome. And they were very hospitable there. And you know, I I'm just so thankful that I had the opportunity to do it. And I mean, we just kept saying thankful for the opportunity, thankful for the opportunity, thankful for the opportunity, because it, it's, it's, and for him at 21 to be experiencing these things is amazing, fucking incredible. It's, crazy. Like it's, it's, uh, you know, look, we, people could think whatever they want to think, villain, whatever, blah, 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 this and that. At the end of the day, you have to respect what Russ has done for the sport. You have to respect what he's going to continue to do for the sport. Uh, we should be thankful that he's still here um he could have left a long time ago he could have he could have do he could just 
do things that isn't powerlifting and probably you know i don't know like powerlifting is not the it's not bigger than bodybuilding in my opinion i don't think it's it not. is no it's not yeah i don't think it's close um now look at c bum c bum we think russ is he's the goat. bums he's four the million deep and he's <clears> and, <throat> and he's and he's like c bum has a personality and he's relatable it's um he's canadian he's unbelievably nice unrealistically nice like canadians and uh he's looks insane and he's got the mustache and he's he opens up to people and he's gets vulnerable and he talks about this and that dude and... are you talking about me right now or she both <laughs> <laughs> you're like i got four mil wait i got lost in the sauce keep going nah, no nah, like he i'm gets, still on that jet he gets, like, he gets like a million likes every post and that's you know he's obviously like the goat and well, well for that you know shout out to see that's the thing Brian from my town from LA who me Brian and Brad at in 2012 we're like we're all personal trainers Brad I don't know I don't know uh I know Brad used to train people I think um but Brad was already on social media back then and he embraced it from the beginning I thought social media was stupid Brian wanted to be Mr. Olympia I went into powerlifting Brian became Mr. Olympia physique, you guys all which, knew each other Yes, and then and then Brad obviously did like the fitness thing and became what he is today. He's gone, and in my opinion, Brad's like kind of mainstream. He's like beyond just regular fitness. He does like everything. He does podcasts with like he's on the gamers. He does everything. He does everything. So, um, not only that, H three H three, he had a uh, hot hot Hassan Hassan on Hassanabi, I think his name is. I'm not sure. Um, he, he's fucking massive and you know he's he's just transcended and for me to get into my realm and do what i'm doing brian become mr olympia grad to do his thing it was just cool that we all kind of came from the same place and sebum was talking about how it wasn't just winning it was about beating brian and i think people need to be thankful for russ to have somebody to chase because i'm thankful for brett gibbs i'm thankful for ray williams i'm thankful for um fucking uh who was it all well, now you got a mill. You could throw a mill Norling in there. You could throw you a like new mil, people pop fill, up. I'm thankful. I love a mill. A mill's great. Uh, thankful for a mill. I'm thankful for Anatoly. I'm thankful for uh, Chance Mitchell now. Chance Mitchell is is keeping us like honestly. Uh, he is making it interesting, and you know he's got that big deadlift, and we gotta. It sucks when you don't go last. Because yeah, you gotta yeah. just put it out of reach and fucking bite your nails and hope that they don't pull it, right? Right. Uh, shout out to Arian for putting in that pull. Um, nah, <laughs> he didn't get it. He didn't get it anyway. But uh, it's it's you got to be thankful for the comp- competition sometimes because without them, like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Like, well, let me ask you this question. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest here. I never okay. do this. I'm gonna be honest. Okay. If I'm handling someone, okay, um, and I, you know, whoever it is, and I look across and I see a Matt Gary or I see an Arian or I see a fucking a Mike T or something, I'm like, all right, I gotta make sure, I gotta assume they're gonna do. I like, I, I think like Arian's smart, so like I. I got to just like, okay, like if Arian's smart, like I'm pretty sure he's going to do this. And again, it's powerlifting. It's not like, it's not super, you know, not, I can only do so much. Like I can't, right? you know, the little deadlift games, that's not really going to mess with them. All those little things, like a good coach, I know that they're going to, 
I know that they're gonna like TSG with Taylor and Ben S girls over there. I know that like all right, like they're not gonna be, you know, they're probably not gonna be like fucked up by like dumb little games, right? They're gonna know they're gonna do the right thing. And you know, at the end of the day though, I could just look at the other lifter and see how strong they are or use my best judgment, right? And that way you don't get caught up in all the mess. And it's just and we need that. We need that type of stuff. We need people on the other side to keep us on our toes. And dude, I've gone I've gone against Matt Gary like so many times. I always go up to him after and be like, hey man, good shit. At Nationals, I had a 308. Um, his guy was ahead of us. We missed a couple lifts and we pulled for the win and we locked it out, but they get they get one to two and we didn't get it. And afterwards I went up to Matt and I was like, hey man, like that was amazing. Like, thank you for making that fun for me. Like if he wasn't there and I just beat the guy, it's like I don't feel alive in that moment. I don't. Yeah, feel, yeah. Dude, so I'm just a handler. It's a handler. It's like, oh, okay, a fellow chucker. No, I like, All I right. like having, I like, I like it, and it makes you feel alive, and it makes you feel. I think if you do something and you feel something, I'm telling you, man. When I loaded that weight up for Big Diesel, it was like I don't even know what it was, like seven billion, right? Seven. I don't know. It was a lot. We loaded the weight up, and I was like, this is a huge jump. Like we jumped like forty keys, right? It's a hail mary. You know, I knew we got second no matter what. And I said, fuck it. He broke it off the ground yeah. and he stood up with it. This is my first meet with him. So I don't know his top strength. And I was just like, in that moment, me and my brother, we were handling him. We were going crazy. We we're going, I was like, this is happening. Oh my goodness. We might actually win this. And he pulls it up and he locks it out and he's just kind of wobbling and they get the, you know, downward motion, whatever. And I was like, it sucks that we didn't get that. But God damn, man, those 30 seconds of, of just maybe we got it and you're waiting yeah. for the light. It's just so fun. It's so insane, man. It's like, Ryan, I've heard you commentate and you're calling, you're call, like, even like Emil, like pulling for the win. And you're like, oh my God, is he going to get it? Yeah. And can he do he, it like, Because he keeps doing it. He keeps yeah. these miracle pulls. Yeah. And it's just, the, honestly, at the end of the day, it's about like, dude, what am I, like, do I feel alive? from this like what do i feel from this like is this is this exciting for me you know what i'm saying and i'm not gonna lie man there's not many opportunities in the year for powerlifting that really you know it's how you don't get out of bed for too much these days when you're in joey joey oh joey bones is you know what i mean oh joey, joey bones you know it's, it's only a couple things uh i mean i mean i'm sure arian can relate like there's times when as a young coach, you'd be like really amped up for like just any old lifter like hitting their stuff. And now we're just kind of like feel nothing all the time, except for like like this is for the win at Nats or Worlds or whatever. And in that moment, you know, and then if you don't if it doesn't go your way, like, hey man, we did everything we could do. I can't, I, you know, I can only work with what I have, and you just you know the game, and you know how it goes, and uh, can't you can't you try to win them all, but you can't win them all. So it's just, it's just. Uh... Oh, by the way, when we were talking about PA nets, there's a lifter. Uh, should give him a shout out. His name is IG. His IG name is McDouble Thick. He's oh, yeah. a good. He's a good. Uh, he's a junior lifter. worlds, was he not? Yeah. Um, I wanted him to go up after missing his opener on depth because I didn't want him to just like take second, but he's strong. And I feel 
that he could probably hit whatever he needs to hit um, for Worlds. And that means that, like, Mikey would have to, like, go ahead up with them if we wanted to do that. Um, and that's something that we need to think about. And we only have not much time to think about it. Dude, McDouble so, Thick is – I've seen him. He's crushing right now. I think he's he be crushing. Good. Yeah, 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 I think he could be good. And then if he ever went 110, he could be good there too. And that's another exciting lifter to think about. Um, I actually think, uh, shout out to John Song. I think he started, I might be wrong. You could tell me. Is he working with Gavin? Um, you guys know that? I'm not sure. I don't know. He, I see him tag him but i don't know if it's for like physical yeah, therapy or yeah i've worked with john for some back stuff and john's really good uh for like injuries and things um uh, i i don't know i just because i know gavin's doing it chance is doing it so that'll be like i'll watch i'll watch that <laughs> that's gonna be crazy uh, even if Kaiko's only sheffield Gavin Bryce Lewis and did you see Bryce Lewis's 370 he pulled like like he uh, had he, Bryce Lewis as a as a 93 is he that is he's at his 105 world championship level strength but he's a 93 now so PA Nats in the 93s is gonna be freaking yeah but Br Bryce's pull is always very good um it, it doesn't matter what he weighs. His pull is always, like, pretty solid. Uh, I want to see. There's also uh, Greg Johnson, who's a big 93-105. Uh, He's a quip lifter. He has a 372.5 uh, raw deadlift. Conventional or sumo? Uh, sumo. Oh, doesn't count. Where the big conventional boys at? I mean, Bryce, I pulls, that, Bryce pulls think... sumo, Chance pulls sumo, Gavin pulls sumo. The problem thing is, count. I don't know what Bryce is going to squat and bench being smaller and those are the lifts that like his deadlift isn't going to go away but I, I just don't know where his uh I have no idea what Bryce's uh squat and bench are and I mean I think his like he'll probably bench more than chance um well here's the thing if he benches a little bit more than chance and chance squats more than him and they pull similar that'd be really interesting dog I'm telling you so I remember are you going to are you going to that? I'm going to be there commentating. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Do I need to go to this fucking thing? Are you I'm going to be there? too much, man. I'm traveling too much. I don't know. Do my boy, are my boys going to be doing it? We'll see. We got yeah. a couple days. So it's going to be know. amazing. Last year was amazing, Joey. I had such a good time. And yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, hey, I, was, hey, I, hey, I don't know how many like, years I could bring everybody over like that. <laughs> one more. Do it a few more. more. No, I think now we kind of showed people like, hey, like this is a thing. So now, now, like, I feel like Nationals can hold its own, like, without me bringing all the flex boys over there. I think it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to see Mike T competing. It's cool. If Rice is on the roster, that was dope. I didn't know that. Gruden's uh, there. There's a lot of big, like, competitively. Wait, um, Gruden's in there? Gruden's there. He oh, just qualified at uh, their bench Nationals. No, if you look at the roster, a lot of guys are sneaking Wait. in. There's going to be battles. Ryan, hold up. Wait, Aaron, you said he's qualifying for what with Bench Nationals? At um at Bench Nationals this weekend, the day before, they had like a qualifier meet for anyone who just wants to like qualify for Bench Nationals or for Classic Nationals. So he literally just did like 25 kilo squat bench deadlift made weight to qualify for Classic Nationals. Oh, so it's not like an actual, you didn't have to actually hit a total. 
Like I no, because for, for nationals, you just have to have a total. You just have to lift the bar or whatever. So wow, he just. I didn't know that Gruden was going back. Here's yeah. the thing Gruden and Sean Jin going toe to toe is actually going to, could be a good battle. Like there's battles at this PA Nats now. Oh. 93s is 93s Alex, battles. He's young, but Alex Sidor signed up for the 83s as well. He, he's still, he's a stitch young. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Sean Jin will be in the 800s. But just saying these names Gruden are. already these, is. Yeah. These names are in um, Gruden, 59s. Dalton Lacozen. He's I a little champ. Gruden probably like 830, 40, maybe. Oh, I mean, fuck. Yeah, I think Gruden. Did. I mean, well, because he did, because he did eight, because he did eight twenty something, I think, and then he pulled his third, and then they took it away from him, and that put him at like eight. I don't know. It was a good total, but Gruden is great. Like, he's really he's great. Oh, he's amazing. Uh, yeah. Who else? Dude, Who else? this PA dance has got some. Uh, some yeah, names, and there's still time. A lot of people sneak in at the last minute. They throw their hand their hat in it let's see what happens there's uh, this uh young 66 brian lee who has yeah. done like local, local meet where he's like tolling the world record dude that brian lee kid pulls like 700 what? or so it's crazy Wait, hold on arian let me let me i'm gonna do some scouting what's his name brian, brian lee l-e-1-e is uh i think is it brian underscore lee underscore i see him 710 kg at 66, 555 dots. Uh, yeah, there you go. Put the dots in there. I put the dots in there. But it, that's USA PL though. That's USA PL though. But he just did a powerlifting America meet to qualify, and he just uh, he signed up. Sneaky meet. Sneaky, sneaky. Um, Garrett Blevins is also qualified, but he hasn't signed up yet. So that could be another old school name. Yeah, look at this Brian Lee kid pulled 320 kilos, 706 pounds, and he's a 66. This Brian Lee kid is a phenomenal lifter. Let's see what he does. And then uh, on the women's side, you know, you got um, Jessica Espinal that switched over, Natalie Richards that switched Shooter. over. Jessica Espinal is an absolute murderer in the 47s. Uh, she might upset Heather. Dude, it's going to be. Claire Zai switched over. Oh. Claire Zai is a murderer. It's stacked, my friend. It's 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 gonna be. It's a. I might I might I might just go sit and watch <laughs> you might in your not, private you might, jet. <laughs> you might have to come and watch Playboy. Let's see. Maybe we. Uh, honestly, if I do the jet, it's got to be like Sheffield and Dubai, million dollars. <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> fuck it. I'm taking out a loan. <laughs> like seriously, like what are we doing now? It's like it's like 10k each record. Like my lifters will get at least one or two of those. Like, come on, we gotta, we gotta go get this shit, boys. Um, <laughs> they got about um, they got about 10 more days to sign up. So we'll see what names come in last minute. There'll be some though. There always is. Maybe and Mikey. People... Maybe Kaiko. Maybe Amanda. Maybe Jesus. <laughs> no reaction. <laughs> Amanda actually was like, like if a strong girl signs up, like she would come defend it. Like if, if if a girl could actually like take the first spot from Amanda, I think she would come do it. Dude, remember how much fun it was when we were at the restaurant and everything? Like PA Nats was a hell of a time. Like the the hotel and everything. We had I don't know, class. man. You sat like all the way to the fucking other side. <laughs> but then, well, I mean, it was dude, so I was bad. on the other side. Chloe was teaching me about equip lifting, and I'm like, the whole time, I'm like, why the fuck don't we have world games for raw? Like this is the <laughs> yeah. That's the next thing, my man. We need to get on there. <laughs> I hear the rumors. Here. IPF, yes. you need to go World Games, Sheffield, fucking everything. Just hit them with it, and then and then and then USAPL's got to be like, all right, shit, we got to come up with some good stuff. And then and then when when there's two sides, everybody gets better. Competition gets better. You world know? Games, and, I've heard rumors. I saw clips of World Games. It is fucking, fucking insane. 
Yes, what? when they walk out with their flag and there's all these people looking at them, it's like, dude, it's it's legit. What are we what doing? The Olympics? And it I'm like, like the Olympics. only one that knows it's happening, and I'm sending it to people and my chats, and they're like, "What is that?" And I'm like, well, "It's what well, we're we should fucking be. Don't worry about it." If they go raw, oh my god, what to talk about? You you're talking about experiences. If they go raw, man, talk about an experience, dude. That that opening ceremony that'll be like world. Fantastic. That'll be like worlds times fifty. That'll be like, oh yeah. That'll be like, ah, like three. Times three. They, they have athlete yeah. compounds like the Olympics, like actually athlete compounds. It's just and a, t- a timeline too for like coaches and lifters. Like you have to wait four years to get your chance and go do this. So like a lifter's waiting around years, building themselves up for that moment to get in. Fuck and then someone else sneaks in. <laughs> Dude, imagine. Hey, wait, hold on. Before I go off, uh, Ryan, <laughs> just hit me with the questions. What do you got? Anything okay, else? I'll- Anything else? I want to ask you real quick, Playboy. Um, Russ was on here and he said going into South Korea, he was uber um, motivated to beat Brendan Petrie's 90 kilo. And he texted you was like, we're, we're changing the numbers. I got to, um, I got to, I got to take this. I'm going um, to be honest. That was a, I don't remember him making specifically peachy's total like the main focus weeks out i i just i, no, was, I think in my it was mind, last minute i think it was kind of so maybe maybe it then, was uh, less it was last minute because in the meet i'm i have like you know how spider-man has like the guy at the desk he has like the guy on his, yeah he's got like the guy in his earpiece at home looking at the computer screens like giving him information so my guy for that his name is grant Big Grant. He's like six foot four Viking. You'll see. Yeah, him. yeah. I met him. And He's a good guy. I'm, bring, I'm gonna bring him. I'm gonna bring him out to uh to Sheffield. And uh he's like, okay, this is the total if you want this. This is the total if you want that. Also, shout out young Steven Singleton. He was in there with us as well. And he was like, Yeah, if you want dots, it's this total. If you want total, it's this total. I said, I don't give a fuck about dots. Don't ever tell me that again. Get that shit on my face. And then uh we I told Russ, I was just like well, with Russ, I was like, you got to get in the meat. So we're going to think about all this like, at the end. So I missed the opener, went up anyway because fuck it, hit that, jumped to 750, wanted to do 760. It's all good. He wanted to do a little more, but I said, hey, man, you got to give me, you know, if you don't hit your opener, like I can't be aggressive, right? Fair. Um, so then we hit bench. Bench was really easy. Fucking had another five keys for sure. And then for deadlift, I was like thinking about it and I was like, I was like, it, it, it okay. The number is easy to call when you guys are on the same page and you know what you want. And I just said, okay, Russ needs to hit this. Let's see how 750 moves. I watch it. I mean, 744 second attempt. I see it. And I just said, like, after the opener, I saw the speed and I was like, I think he's going to be in range. What is the path to get there? It's these numbers. That's it. Don't think about it. That's it. I don't do the whole, um, I mean, sometimes I do, but not not all the time where it's like, Arian, you know how you have lifters that like, they'll want to open a little heavy and then they could get two tries at the record they want or something, right? Like, I just like, nah, nah, nah. I'm just going to build it up. And then you, you do it on your third and that's it. And and he did it. And it was a fucking epic pull. And um what do you guys think about it? You think it was a good lift? I I liked look at I'm a fucking Russ Nuthugger though, but um I get accused of that on the on the weekly, man. But uh 
No, I thought it was good, but I could see where it was like it's it's going to be on the it's going to be on the fringe. It's going to be one of those calls in sports, like all like there, there's a sports calls all the time. And I think it was great. I think it was solid. I I mean, I don't really. I think it was I think it was close, but I don't think it was. There's nothing that stood out to me that I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that was for sure downward motion, man. No, That's what I would that. say. Like, like if someone wanted to say, I don't think I'd give it to him, I'd be like, fine, but let's both why? agree. I, I would Tell say me why. Yeah. Well, because I think they were, what were they saying here? Well, let me just get this one point out though. I was, I was going to say neither side is a hill to die on. It went towards them. I don't think it's controversial. I think like this is the type of call where like it's not like a because you will see blatant bad calls. None of no, that. This was, was this. this was this was this was a very clean. It was pretty close, and I don't. Yeah, it's it's like a close close decision in a fight where people want to think that was a robbery if it went for the other guy. No, no, that was a close fight. Could have went either way. That yeah. that's like this happens in sports. So for me, when I saw it, I was like, Dude. I didn't think I didn't think much of it, but because it's Russ. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Because it's well, I was just gonna say because it's Russ, you know what's gonna happen. But go ahead. I was gonna say in UFC, me and Tina have literally watched the fight and we're like, oh yeah, this guy for sure won. And then the other guy wins, and I'm like, I don't know anything. Like Patty Pimblet. Yeah, I'm like, bro, what? Dude, Pimblet. I, I, I mean, Brian, I, you could, you guys could agree. He fights a Russian wrestler. He's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He's probably gonna get yeah. He's about, he fights anyone with the last name Nurmagomedov. He's getting <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's he's right. Getting, he's, he's out of there. He's out of yeah. there. So, uh, or anybody like I was gonna say like Nurmagomedov last name Nigerian. Like he's just fucked. Like he's he, he needs careful matchmaking. Well, it depends. Like he might become the villain too. He already is. He, he kind of is a villain. Yeah, yeah like. Because a lot of fighters, like, you know, they get the ground level UFC guys are like, oh, like he's getting special treatment, whatever. So all those people are going to hate him. And then you have the fans that are like, hey, this guy is from where I'm from and he's fucking crazy. Like, I love this kid. You know, so he's got personality. Have... He knows yeah. how to fill. Look at he's before he came to the UFC, he's filling stadiums of 20,000 people. You know how hard that is regionally without the UFC? He was Connor was doing that and he's doing that. So when you the UFC is going to pick you up when that happens for sure. So there's something there. There's some kind of charisma there to be able to do that. Very difficult. Very difficult. Yeah, man. Keep it coming. What else you got for me? What else you got for me? Doug, we touched up with a lot of look. We, we I covered, can't, a, lot. covered so, a lot. Now we're starting to get close to three hours. If we started 20 minutes past, we're past 10 over here. So we're getting close to three hours. And my man, you were like earlier today, you were like, well, because I just pulled it up on the side. I pulled it up on I know. the side. And I was and, also like this. I was talking to Ari and be like, you know what? We could do 60. We don't got to go crazy every single time. Think it's so, dude, we're uh, chatty Cathy's when we start crazy. talking. Joey, we get all excited. We start talking like we're talking, and all of a sudden, here we are. I gotta get I gotta get to my lifters overshoots now. <laughs> That's right. No, but, it's uh, all good. Yeah, hit me with anything. Anything you got, we'll, we'll close it up here. What are you thinking about? What is Russ's future? Have you guys spoken about like, I know Russ was saying he had unfinished business at 82.5, obviously finishing the year with what he did at 90. Um, what intrigues you? Cause you have Jamar at 82.5. You have Petrie at 90, both really good showdowns, but what gets you like excited to be like, fuck me. That'll be, that'll be like, you're going to handle 
and you're like, whoa, this is like Brett Gibbs all over again. I what needed, gets I, you that? I think what I would like is Russ through Nationals this year, 82.5, finish that, and then we'll probably survey the field if there's something appealing to us in the IPF. He might come back. Uh, has to be a good carrot to chase, right? Um, but I think if we were to move up to 90 and have a year to train, that's where we could see some crazy shit happen. Um, that's, that's kind of what he's saying is he felt some a, year, a year to train. A year to train would be absolutely insane. Bulk up to like 208, 207, you know, cut down to about 203, 204, do a little water cut, really just put on just hit, hit heavy hitter. Um, Telling you, man, in an alternate universe, I got Russ 93, I got Keiko 220, I got Mikey 110, I got, we got this guy Big Devin at 275, we got Big Diesel 308, we got Jesus back at super heavyweight, we got young Austin Nikolai at 66, he's got, he's got a way to go to catch up to your boy that you just, actually is he 66? He might be, I don't know, he might be 66, but he's really young. We got young Ken in the 60s, so we could have a full like head to toe. Who's your uh, young Swedish guy as well? Oh yeah, Carl's really good. Um, he's a 74. He's gonna actually go like he's actually like they want him to compete. Um, I guess Sweden was like, hey man, like if you do this open me against Eddie, you guys can fight for worlds. The, the junior, junior world champions yours? Yeah, Carl. Oh, Carl I didn't know the Johansson. junior world. Damn, he's good, man. Uh, he won Junior Worlds. He's good. And he won Euros, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good, man. Uh, so okay. he's he's really good. Uh, I think he was... I don't know if Euros... He didn't go against Eddie at Euros, I don't think. It was before. It was like a couple of days before him. Was there Junior? He was Junior still, probably. Yeah, he was yeah. Junior. Again. Also, Sam, Sam is going to fill out that weight class, so don't... Also, it's a little premature. Um... I don't know if it's gonna be me or one of the boys on Flex, but there is a there is a lifter. I'm just gonna say like so vague. There's a lifter that won Euros, um, and she might be coming to Flex. So that's all I can say for now. I just need it right now. It's super preliminary. Like you know, they got to do the paperwork. They got to pay. They got to do all that. Uh, but like verbal yeses are nice, but people say yes and then they, you know, they don't yeah, follow yeah. through. So, but it's exciting. I'm excited, man. Like, I think you're expanding into Europe. I think Europe, quite a bit. I, now. I have a lot of foreigners, and I have a lot of foreigners. Mostly me. Um, some of the boys that work for me do too, but it's mostly me. I like it, man. I think Aaron did a good thing by going. Aaron, can we can we just pretty much say that? Like you probably coach lifters on both sides, but you're like you're doing like PA stuff for now, like IPS stuff. Yeah, I mean, and they made me resign in May to go to Worlds, and so since then I haven't done any USAPL yeah. stuff. I don't have as many like high level USAPL people. Like, um, you know, I had um, Matt Gary and other people help out my lifters at nationals. A couple people I had. I might have no one for the Arnold this year even, so like I won't have to worry about that. I just have. Are you are you like? Do you regret your decision? No, because I mean, as of now, I got to go to, you know, Worlds and I got to go to uh, North Americans. Uh, and then, you know, we'll see this year trying to go to Worlds and North Americans again. And I can go back whenever because USAPL doesn't care. So if like I get like yeah, a bunch yeah, of yeah. high level USAPL lifters, wherever I can just go back and, and go back and for, do nationals 20, and Arnold stuff. 
24-0, by the way. Um, <laughs> I think if the Bucks come back now, it'd be, it would be the Falcons Super Bowl comeback. I think uh, it would be one of the most insane Tom Brady things ever. But um, anyway, yeah, I mean. So you Arnold, in Europe, you're expanding in Europe because you're getting some big names in Europe, man. I like it. I like it. I think that it's foolish for people to like America needs to understand, like it's not just USA, man. There's other great lifters out there. Um, and I, I'm just a supporter of good ideas. If one fed has a good idea, I'll support that. If another fed has a good idea, I'll support that. I'm not going to be like, it has to be this way or it has to be that way. I don't like choosing sides. I don't like doing stuff like that. It's just, um, what what are we here for right like what's for we're trying to grow the sport and compete at the highest level and that's what i care about if both both sides have merits and i will i will be a part of them if i can so that's it i was gonna say well usapl is getting these like countries on board too so technically you could like have international clients that are usapl as well but the other good thing too i think is like the diversity so if there is something like you know a recession or covid or whatever like that it's not like you're losing 95 percent of your clients because they're all in the u.s you got clients in other countries that might still doing well and they can stay with you i totally agree um that's a good point uh some countries like they didn't lock down or well very few and texas was chilling texas russ was in the gym training so they didn't even do math there so you know it's it is what it is but so for yeah. that for that one question, so you would not in terms of what he's going to do, but in terms of like you were around for the Brett Gibbs showdowns, like like all the Brett Gibbs showdowns. And if you, there was another juggernaut that came out of nowhere that was like uh a ninety or an eighty or something, I think Russ would find interest in that. But he's yourself, gotta have is it Jamar Petrie that you think fuck me, that's one that you'll be like, whoa. I am going to have to be on my A game. I don't know, man. I feel like, I mean, I respect the competitors, right? Like I, Russ could feel as the, as the, as the lifter, that, I, want yeah, that's... As, I want him to be as confident as possible. I want him to think he's fucking ready to go and feel that he's ready to go and be, and just like, like, like hate, hate your opposition, do whatever you need to do. I need him to feel the best way put himself in the mind state that's going to allow him to be the best killer on the platform right mm -hmm. me as a coach um it will be foolish for me to not respect the capabilities of my competitor and i have to assume that they're going to be at their very best every time um which is going to in turn make me make sure my guy is at his best every time so you know it's it's I always say it's like you don't want to get complacent. Russ could be complacent if you want. He's done everything there is to do. What the fuck else does he have to do? He doesn't have to do shit. But he's not. He still works like he hasn't like he's got that chip on his shoulder and he still works like I haven't done shit and I need to prove something. You know what I'm saying? Which he doesn't though. That's the crazy thing. And that's why he's dangerous, is because he doesn't have to do this and he's still doing it. He's not like, I mean, I could bring up McGregor, you know, McGregor, like like McGregor, you know, how many times did he defend the belt? 
like never yeah he just right. moves up keeps moving so, up looking for challenges yeah well he wins it well, he gets he gets all the money and then he gets like it's not the same as like i fucking need to win this or my or i don't eat you yeah. know what i mean but russ still works like that and that's why he's dangerous and that's why he's you know he's one of those guys that like and here's the thing man i'm gonna be honest and this is not like I, if this offends people like it shouldn't because it is what it is. Um, an American lifter that doesn't have like a giant following, I know it's like a dumb thing to say, is not as exciting to me as a European lifter or an Asian lifter or somebody from another country that may have a similar following but is bringing a completely different audience that doesn't even know us that is giving us more exposure that I respect as a coach looking at an athlete. Um, like I said, I respect all athletes, but it like gives, I mean, that's, that's different. You know what I'm saying? Is and it I because of, we, you mean taking them on as a client or just no, no, facing no, no, off? No, 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 no. You mean face off, facing showdowns. Off. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Facing off. No, I'll fucking work with anyone. I fucking, you know, I had a girl write me like the most heart fucking warming story ever. Uh, and like, she was, she was talking about shit from 2018, 2017 that we did and how, it, how her family, someone in her family was sick and she was really down, but she remembered something I said in a video and it got her through that moment. And I was like, I'm fucking taking this girl. Well, are you like, have to. To. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. So when they tell me stuff like that, I mean, shit, what am I going to do? I'm not going to say no to this girl. So, um, I think about the matchup that moved the sport forward. Right. What moves the sport forward? I think Russ adding to his legacy moves can move the sport forward. I don't necessarily know if Russ. Uh, yeah, that he, Russ adding to his legacy moves the sport forward, but Russ totaling like eight fifty and everybody else totaling eight thirty. Um, again, that is, that is, I like that. I like that he's adding to his legacy, but it's different when a juggernaut comes out of nowhere, who's bringing like a Gibbs, man, like Gibbs mm -hmm. was the fucking shit. And he's coming over here with this huge following and his fans. And I felt the heat and it was yeah. good and it was exciting and it was exhilarating. And I felt like I was in enemy territory. That's different. Um, now I do think. It will be interesting to see of all the 83, 82.5s, um, which one of them is going to keep me on my toes. Russell's going to do his thing, but I have, I'm the one that has to call the number, right? Um, I don't know who it's going to be. Uh, Petrie's in a weight class up, and I can't like I can't really deal with him. Or talk about him until like we do that. Like we have to go there, we have to do it for a year. I yeah. start really looking at things and kind of see how it is. Um, I don't like the idea of Keiko and Russ running into each other, but I've already dealt with that situation a thousand times, and I already know how to do it. It's just, just sucks. Someone's gonna lose, man. It's just. Uh, I mean, remember with the girls at Worlds? I mean, fucking one of them's gonna hate me no matter what. So it's just, it's the, what the, it is. in eighty-two-five. Um, I mean, you have Jamar who nudged past Brett's total. So Jamar does make things interesting. 
Um, and he's got time to add more kilos on there. Jay Wan's coming over on, on, um, he had one meet at USAPL, but wasn't like his, you know, I, I forget what he was doing, but he did something where I think for deadlift, he pulled conventional instead of sumo or something was, I forget what the story is now, but it wasn't, I mean, we didn't get to see it, see it. So he, there's a question mark on him under USAPL standards. And that's, well, there's that's, still, there's still, uh, well, I guess but he's a threat. Rooted. That it's still not Gruden. It's still like Gruden's. I yeah, I, I I tend to just deal with these things when they appear in front of me. Um, if they're there on the platform, then we'll do it. Uh, the reason why is because a lot of time I give people like that. There's so many times when we've gone against competitors, and I'm like, all right, they're gonna be on point. They're gonna hit this. It's gonna come down to the end, and they fucking miss a squat, and this is like, what yeah. the fuck, you know? Like I got all riled up for nothing. Um, but it is it is different also you have to take locals and things with a grain of salt um you have the nationals is a different game um going head up with the actual competitor when they're in your face is different and that's fun and i think at the end of the day people can say whatever they want to say on the internet um but at some degree you know uh these men these young men they uh they have to respect each other in some degree um unless you're disrespectful obviously right but uh i don't know i think i think i'll just say this i think it's good that the 82.5 class is developing um but i think russ just kind of reminded everybody like when i'm healthy i'm russ Lowell. It, that's that's, it. I told him, even though it was a weight class up, it's difficult. He's to not going to lose. He's not going to lose like a million pounds off of his squat, well, that, and his bench is not going to really do anything. His deadlift will stay the same. So, so this is what I'm saying: is like, like yeah. if 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 you, like he showed his top end. It's hard for me to picture any of the other individuals, even if they don't cut them has, doing that has, on their top end another, in the gym or anything in the gym has, or otherwise let alone an official competition across the, thing, the world though, that's the thing he i think he has another five on squat and i i think he has another five to seven on bench that's like his top end compared to 82s i can't picture another 82 you just take him to the other side of the world and you're like you don't have to cut hey i'm gonna be honest we didn't sleep our fucking food was fucked up Everything was fucked. Weez was fucked because he has to eat a lot, and we just didn't have access to certain food. I couldn't get a bowl of chicken and rice. It was like everything was fried. It was like so hard to do certain things. I went to this giant mall. I walked like dude. 20, you look like you, you look you look you're trimming down. You look good right now, Playboy. Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm probably gonna. I think I'm gonna do like. I think I'm gonna a do bodybuilding. Like, no, no, no. I think I'm gonna do two thousand calories for like a couple weeks. Get some pounds off, and then see where I'm at. You know, Dude, I don't know. You... I got Sheffield. I might bring a collar shirt. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't okay. know, my man. I might bring a collar shirt. I might be, you know, I might be looking snazzy like you, my man. We might be hella. I might be just zero, 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 everything. <laughs> so I might borrow your razor or something. But okay, the thing is, like, there was nothing like so optimal about like any of the pre-meat stuff for us, and we just fucking like did what we did what we could and wheeze was losing pounds like every day like we were shopping walking around and then after that day we went shopping i was like my feet fucking hurt are you guys gonna be good to live and they're like yeah man let me just sleep russ does a good job getting asleep though and i don't know it was um i would love to do 
an easy 900 plus 905 907 maybe as uh, with russ uh, oh dude like at 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 90 there's no doubt in my mind he could do 907 no no doubt no doubt no doubt after a year of training come on we haven't even we haven't even and see russ has the bodybuilding secrets so he can gain the weight cut the weight keep all the muscle and yeah. then gain the weight again and cut the weight. He could do that. Like that's Dude, the secret. He was telling me, hey, he, cut he that out. Cut that out. He was he was telling me he didn't like how he looked. I seen pictures like I we know. all seen the pictures of him in, in Tokyo, and I'm and I'm like, oh sorry, no, this is uh not Tokyo, but forget. So, well, he was yeah. in Tokyo, wasn't he? Yeah, he was he there was. too, though. After, but anyways, in Asia, and um, he looked dice. I'm like Russ, if that's you, Fluffy, holy shit, I'm dude, fucked. Like, you, you <laughs> yeah, we're all fucked. You looked jacked. Uh, but I mean, yeah, he, dude, honestly, I saw him with the shirt off and I'm like, how, there's no way this guy doesn't bench like a lot today. <laughs> like, he, looks yeah. so jacked. <laughs> he looks so jacked. So it's, it's, a. I think, um, like I said, I think I just keep thinking about like, I don't know. It bothers me as a, as a, someone who knows when like in life there's like like when people people should not i don't like it when they're disrespectful disrespectful towards us because um i know what he's done for the sport and they're not realizing what he's done for the sport so that kind of stuff bothers me and or, or do they only they want to draw attention because he's the big name and they want to be yeah, the well, anti if you're yes. here i have to be the anti you because i'm they're carving niches well, for well, themselves. Well, they're trying to put they're trying to put themselves next to him, and that's a very like old thing to do. And I don't think it's a very good business model. And I think that you can do a lot more good uh, being good. If Arian's lifters win, people are going to inquire for Arian. If Joey's lifters win, people are going to drive for Joey. If Joey's lifters improve, maybe they don't get first. They're gonna, you know, it's like do that when you when you talk. You look really dumb if you lose. Like really, really dumb. Like it's not good. Like it's, it's, it's very detrimental. So it's just one of those things that like, I don't know, man. It's like, you don't have to like LeBron James, but you have to respect what he's done for the sport of basketball. It's that simple. I don't know. That's just me. That's just do you me. feel it's yeah. just more prevalent now that the sport has grown? There's more people involved. There's more super camps. We have camps. We always had camps, but there's more camps. Um, um, it's funny because a lot of those camps said that we inspired them to start their own camp, and now they try to be like adversarial. So it's just very funny to see well, that. Well, because you and, because and they also say how how Russ was the reason they got into lifting, or Russ was their favorite lifter, whatever back in the day. But then now now that you know they get a little strength under their belt, or they got a team now that they think they can start talking crazy, and it's just. It's just like, like I said, like Russ makes the sport way better being here. Um, he will do what needs to be done to remain in the position that he's in. And, uh, you know, you, well, another thing that people got to understand, every single time that we compete, we bet five world championships and we bet all of that. All right. I'll tell you what DC said about Usman. Okay. And and everybody else. He said, I think he was talking about uh, Khabib. Also, I might have been Usman. I don't know. But DC said, and in his own experience, getting to the top, it was not as hard as staying at the top. When you're at the top, everybody's coming for you. And I get to hear it not only for us, 
I get to hear it for everybody else that's doing good. I got to hear it for Keiko. I got to hear it for Jesus. I got to hear it for Amanda. I got to hear it for Danny. I got to hear it for, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, uh, it, it's just, it's just, it gets old. It's repetitive. It's the same type of stuff all the time. There's not really any new surprises. Um, it, it, it's it's just great. New name, new person that's talking shit. Let's deal with them like we've always done. You know, it's just like, it's just going to be, what the fuck? Like, how many times are we going to do this shit? I wish it was like UFC where like you beat someone and you go to the back now. You got to go get some well, fights. Sometimes, in. sometimes get the rematch. Back, sometimes they bring them back quick, like a Masvidal or whatever. But I know what you mean. Well, that's because that's because like it was, you know, there's got to be a I, I, yeah, Leon versus man. Well, that was like, are you guys crazy? But, Ready for that? That's but there, crazy. but there, yeah, but there is. I know what you mean in terms of um, it's it's just the sports. It'll always be right. It'll. It'll always be this meat grinder of like, yeah, but, everyone. Everyone wants that one spot, and if you have that spot, they're gunning for you. And it is what it is. Um, Ten years from now, you could pass that guy in the street and look back and be like, "Fuck it, it, you know, no hard feelings." Yeah, no hard feelings. But 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 is is it that though? I don't know. I I hope not. I mean, at the end of the day, like I played fucking football, man. I played basketball. I played football. I did martial arts my whole life. Um, you know, so I do you hold grudges against some of the guys that you were battling? Absolutely, back then? fucking not. Absolutely not. Um, except for like this one team, Santa Monica. We always fought them. Like after fuck them, they got it. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck those fuck those guys. guys. Now, my brother actually played for Santa Monica, but well, well that's <laughs> awkward. Yeah, no, it's all good. But um, no, hell no, dude. There, there's games. I remember when we went against this one team. And I mean, I'm an undersized like linebacker, but I was strong, and I used to help out. Like a, a lot of pretty much any of the front four, I would do whatever. Uh, well, not not the interior uh, lineman, but you know, uh, there are times when I would go against teams where I might, I might fucking hit somebody with everything I got, and that guy will barely move because he's like 360 pounds and he saw me coming, right? Um, and I'll just say I'm gonna keep hitting him. I'm gonna keep hitting him. I'm gonna keep hitting him. And at the end of the game, either he's gonna match that, and he's gonna respect me at the end of the game. Or I'm going to break them. And there's guys that I've become friends with, like, bro, like, you're the greatest fucking, you know, tackle, fullback, whoever you, whatever position that I've ever had to deal with. Or um, we had this one guy who had a full ride to Arizona State. Uh, We went against him. And the first time they played us, they beat us, uh, like, pretty bad. And when we rematched them in the playoffs, we beat them by three points. And I told that guy, you know, I know it sucks right now that you lost and everything, but like you got like you're going on to the next level and we got to fight for that still. You know what I mean? And I respect the hell out of that dude. And he made us all better. And um, the amount of that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think you can hate your opposition if they give you a run. I think that Russ, if any of those guys, if we go all out and we go all out 100 percent. And they and they are one kilo from us. I I feel like Russ would would I feel like Russ might like be like, hey man, good shit. <laughs> I feel like he might do that. You know what I mean? I don't think he'd be like, nah, hell no. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just, but who's gonna do that? Who's gonna be the one to do that? And I think that's what people want to see. I think now people are just watching to see like who's gonna be the guy. For know, sure. They want to see Russ fail. They want to see something change. They want to see the the throne fall. Whatever. It's the Mike Tyson syndrome. Yeah, but I don't like I don't like the disrespect though. I don't like that. And it's um 
It's put it this way. <laughs> I think when I view things and I've been pulled into shit as well, and like um it this is what happens, man. But nothing that I've seen like in 10 years, I don't think I'll cross paths with anybody and not be like, I don't give a fuck anymore. There those there's things in life that for real people in your actual day-to-day life that'll impact you for really real. You see that dude in 10 years, it's different. But most of this sporting stuff or social media beefs or whatever that can happen in 10 years time when like life is entirely different all over again, like 10 years ago was 2012, 10 years later will be 2032. Life will be so different. You'll be a different place. You'll cross the street. He'll see you. You'll see him. You're both in different places and you'll both probably said things, done things. You might kind of half regret and be like, man, I don't give a fuck about that anymore. And you'll both be passed. Most of us are like that. There's um there's a guy from my past who uh like I was actually very close with him and like something happened with me between me him uh and a girl nothing nothing I didn't do anything wrong it was just him kind of being out of pocket kind of blew up in his face and then I saw him like years later and uh he never he never got over it he just couldn't look me in the eye um so stuff like that like. I'll just say this. If you value someone, right, I think it will be good when it's all said and done to let that person know, like, at least once, um, even if it's just along the lines of, hey, man, I respect what you've done for the sport. I respect you as a competitor or whatever you are. Um, But when they say bar is loaded, I fucking hate you for the next nine lifts. And then after that, Pick it up, you know, do whatever. Sort of leading up to the bars loaded, though, is where the hype factor comes in. Yeah, well, that's, that's where that's that's like McGregor talking shit about Khabib, and then when Khabib's beating his ass, he's like, "Hey, man, it was just for, it was just for the for to sell the fight." You know, like Colby Covington going to Usman after and be like, "It was just to sell the fight, real right?" Quick. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like. I get it. I get. I get it, man. I can see. I'm not like normal people in the comments. I understand what it is, and I. Uh, I do this thing where, like, when people get crazy, I think, I think, does their mom know that they speak this way? Do they even believe that? If I talk to their mom right now, is their mom gonna tell? Because your mom's gonna know you better than anyone. You know what I mean? Your 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 friend your best friends are gonna know you better than anyone. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't. I don't believe that this person, you know, truly is this crazy or, or believes the things that they're saying. Um. But at the end of the day, uh, I believe that my athlete, my lifter, needs to have a mindset that allows him to be successful. And if that's to hate the people that are disrespectful to him, and the, then that's what it needs to be um, until we're done, until we're all said and done. I've been doing this 10 years, Ryan. 10 In a years. minute. 10 years. 2013 was my first meet in USPA. Um, I didn't even know about I didn't even think USAPL was USAPL back then. Arian, was it? You might know. Yeah, it was. Was it? Was it USA Powerlifting or was it? Yeah, they changed their name in 97. Okay, yeah. So I didn't even know about it. Um, it's just that you were in California, right? Where Steve Dennis no, is, so USPA yeah. is much bigger. Yeah. So shout out to Steve. He's actually great. Um, really good, actually. Super great, great guy. USPA is fine. Uh, my interaction with USPA lifters, uh, it might, when they actually interact with me, has been pretty good. Um, what was he gonna say? Would you ever start taking some untested lifters? 
uh i only work with like one and he's like not on social media and i've been working with them for like eight, seven years and oh, wow. i don't i just i mean i don't think i'd be the best option i'd be like dude like i don't know anything about that how can i somebody that knows about that will probably help you better than me i don't know anything about that so yeah it's a tough thing unless they're like TRT cruising, like same thing all the time, like maybe, but I have just felt in the past when I have helped people like that, like coach people like that, I just feel very powerless. Um, and it's almost like it doesn't matter what I give them. It's, it matters if they're on shit or not. That's I mean, that's being, that's being honest. That's being honest. If I could... run into, I, I don't know if Larry's still out here, but if I run into Larry, I actually will talk to him about that. Um, because I know he's, changing what he's just doing like easy stuff now but if i like I, i'm actually very curious about that uh dude if you start... it just feel it just feels like like hey man if they're if they're going crazy on shit like it doesn't matter what the training is <laughs> like dude the training start... could be so real. dude if you start coaching larry wheels <laughs> holy shit brother i don't know i don't know if he would want that um but it i that'd be cool that'd be cool I think everything changes though. Like what all the training changes, like what they're used to in what they'll have to end up doing as a natty. I'm sure is completely, I don't, I don't know if you run gear and then do the, you know, some of the shit that the natty boys are doing like, and vice versa. It's all like intensity wise. Uh, theoretically, like theoretically, like TRT shouldn't be too different than what a natty would do. But I mean, I don't know. I would, I'll, I'll TRT like, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I bet you those levels aren't actually the levels that TRT is supposed to be, though. I bet you uh, it's a little. It's generous a little bit. Though. It's a little. Yeah, it's a little bit over. Um, Let's say hey, generous. What the Let's fuck use that word. Say? Damn it! I don't. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll finish my point, and then we should probably call it because it's been like twenty hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're past three hours. We'll wait, we're going towards four now. Play. I'm hungry, Ryan. My bad. Um, no, it's good. If Russ needs to, if Russ needs to get into the villain mindset. I can I can feed off of that and it can help help me just have that little I mean I'm always gonna work like like I have the chip on the shoulder. Um but I think at the end of the day he can he can be a killer on me day, but I have to be the one I have to like be rational, I have to be calculated, I have to call the right numbers. I can't let anything that's happening on outside in the world affect when I sit down and I think about here's his me, this is the program we're doing. Okay, we're eight months out. What is my plan for the eight months? How we're going to build up to that? You know, what do I want him doing in the off season? What should we be working on? What do I want his body weight? What do I want his diet? I need to focus on these things. And that's why the internet bullshit. Um, dude, like shit happens. And like my brother tells me, I don't even know what's going on. I, I can't get in it. It's the best way to go, man. Post and goes. Yes. Like Joe Rogan, just post it. And that's I don't right. fucking read that's it. what I got it from. Sometimes I, I post, out. sometimes I post that one girl that you're working with. Um, Sorry. What's right? Crannon? Yeah, we just started. By the way, announcement: we just started. I actually okay. saw her. I actually, I actually was at Zoo today. She came in, and we did a bench together. So, so um, I was just say like when I do a post, I very rarely will look into the comments to to check out. Sometimes I will, but I try to post the ghost and not get fucking too pulled into some shit. But sometimes, so, I get sometimes, no yeah, sometimes it's too much to where like you got to go back and regulate. That's 100 or, or just like whatever. I don't want to post well, this somebody the out thing. there. The women are the key to the future. I feel. And people like Russ and people like that, like we need the compelling women that are deadlifting 500 pounds to shake it up. 
100. Like to fuck it, to fuck she could be the, the next Jessica Bittner. Jessica didn't start with a 500-pound deadlift in their first year. I remember little baby Jessica from 2016. Little yeah. tiny, incy-wincy little junior girl this big. Wow. She was a 72. She was a little... Uh, <laughs> yes. She was very she, lean. She was but small. compared to the Jessica now who, who you know, wears a the t-shirt tank. and will mog the shit out of you with a t-shirt, like, yes. yeah, I know what you mean. I know your point. Yeah, but, and, it's fu- and it's just funny seeing how, like, you know, when you got the imposing muscles, it's funny how like the comments are like already regulated. You know what I mean? Like they don't want to get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pop that shit to Jessica Bittner's face, Playboy. You know what I mean? It's everybody's very yeah. Polite. Nah, she's good, dude. Honestly, like she's got a good sense of humor because the internet is a tough place for a girl to be um, sometimes, and she's she's she goes with it, and she's uh, she's great. So. I'm excited for the future. Uh, I would just say, instead of talking to somebody who's already a very accomplished and achieved things that are very special, um, you know, maybe do those things yourself or get within the conversation, within the range. And then, you know, you can earn it. It's like in the early days, um, I remember Mikey was coming up, Mikey Davis, and there was a lifter who, I don't want to say the name, but would say like he was coming for him or was coming at him or da, da 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 And it's like, you have not done this. You have not done that. You have not done that. Mikey was already an equipped champion. He already won junior worlds. He's already traveled with me across the world and done what he needs to do. And he's a very, like, it's different when you compete locally versus when you go to their house and you yeah. show those judges from other countries that don't even speak your fucking language what's up and i will always have respect for people that do that um and that's really all it is man it's a, uh, it's uh, it doesn't have to be i don't know i could say whatever i want to say um i suppose people will do whatever it is that they want to do but just remember that russ is really popular and russ has a lot of pull and it will be unfortunate if you burn some bridges because you wanted to talk crazy and how although it might seem at certain moments that oh the community's rallying behind me because i'm hating on russ that community is actually a lot smaller than you think and you're limiting yourself to a very small pool i try to change lives ryan i try to i try to and i think i've done that you've seen it over the years taking people and saying hey you know what you could do this but like if we do that these are the things that you could have these are the sponsors you could earn. These are the countries you could see at this age. These are the these are the connections you can build. And that's all I try to do. And everything that we do, Russ included, you know, uh, is for the benefit of the sport as a whole. Like it's going to benefit the sport as a whole. So I just feel like people need to put a little more respect on his name. Okay. And we will continue to show up. We will continue to bring that excellence to the platform and push things forward like we have over the years consistently um and you know uh, at the end of the day like i said if a competitor gets right within within if you get really close i'm gonna go i i like i i, w- I would go up to you and say hey man like good shit like you made this fun you know what i'm saying um it'd also be fun to beat every with with russ he'll make it fun to smoke everyone by 40 keys okay not everybody's like that but when it's just when it's a group of guys and then it's one guy at the top it's kind of fun but when it's no one like within miles like Amanda, just just Amanda. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like no one in the world could press her. 
Like, we're competing against ourselves, you know? And yeah. I don't know. Maybe one of those girls, Agatha, Jessica. Oh, man. If Jessica moved up, it would be fun as hell. Like, or Carlina. Carlina. I mean, Jess said she wanted to, right, initially? Oh, yeah. Jess said she's been thinking about it. In her yeah, and I've, told, and I've told her, like, I don't want you to deal. Like, it's not going to be drama from me. It's going to be, it's going to be like, I love it. Let's do it. Like, that's great for us. That'd be great for them. That'll make that class. I think it would. I think no matter where Jessica lives, people are going to care. Um, but I think it'll just make the 84s more exciting. But right now, her class is already super fucking exciting. So, but she's been hinting at this is near the end of her being a 76. Um, Jess is yeah, an 84. Can, can you imagine Jess is an 84? I if don't know she, if she would want to. Like, I know she likes the abs though. Yeah, but she also. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if she. I don't know if she would like be okay with the fluff. I don't know how big she'll get into. Um, she doesn't have to go full eighty four though, but she'll just go in the four eighty four. Like eighty two, maybe. Like maybe eighty two or something. Maybe. 80. Just Maybe. make Ryan look as small as possible. Well, this is what I'm saying is I don't need that smoke. So let's just all settle down. <laughs> settle down. All right, boys. Well, anyway, I thought it was a good one. Uh, Dog, thank you we're so like, much for having me on. 30 fucking we're hours. We're past three hours, Playboy. I appreciate um, it. Listen, I'm going to hit your DMs. I want to. I want you to tell me what some of these innuendos you were saying earlier about like, hinting at things. And shit. I, I know got so nothing. many questions. I got so I many. Know nothing. As I know nothing. He's going to fucking stab me. <laughs> But let's close it off right now. All right, Six Pack Labinette. And thank you for tuning in. Whatever platform you're listening on, please do subscribe. Please give us high ratings as per usual. And six up, we are out.